last we left off the story, you guys had successfully scared off this group of devilish characters after they'd pushed this big black stone off of their wagon, and they disappeared in a burst of flames. Um, the darkness spell has been rescinded on Joza, and Dave did a marvelous job of ripping everyone to shreds. What would you guys like to do now? Oh, you also, sorry, you also held, heard the town bell ringing back towards the direction of the city, mm. and you heard murmuring, and you're not sure mm. what they're ringing the bell about or reacting to. You assume it's the random devilish characters you just foiled, but the delayed reaction of the bell makes you think that maybe it's something else. Um, guys? <laughs> uh, so, um, can we just get a reminder on how much that thing weighs? Uh, you would guess, based on someone's previous intelligence check, about 500 yes. pounds. Okay. Interesting. How did your uh, strategizing session go, by the way? Did anyone come up with any <laughs> innovative schemes? Um, so we had one idea, mm -hmm. uh, one potential idea, which is to um, try and stuff it into a bag of holding Ooh, take it okay. with us. Okay. But um, as a bag of holding apparently holds up to 500 pounds. The weight um, should be not a problem, but the, I mean, the opening of your bag might be an issue. Uh, okay. Mm. You, could always you could always attempt. I mean, depending on how okay. good the role is, what were you gonna what were you gonna say, Fraser? So I was gonna suggest um, I was gonna cast Mage Hand to take the bag of holding from Joser and try and fit it over the rock. Um, I mean, Mage Hand could theoretically steal the bag in a very surreptitious manner. Is that what you're attempting to achieve? Oh no, with his consent. Just oh, be, okay. Yeah, so we don't have to get close to it because it's um, evil. Okay. Yeah. Um, how should you guys go about so, this? Well, we've done some failed checks on it, haven't we? Um, uh, about uh, religion and detect evil and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think we've actually we've just worked out that it's uh, is it noxious or necrotic or something in the area around it, and it's clearly giving off some evil. Yeah, someone made a check that determined that in like a uh, sort of five or ten foot radius around it is considered desecrated. Oh yeah, that was Abe. Abe did uh, detect good and evil. Okay. Um, so hence the plan to use. I will use my mage hand to subvert the evil zone. And um, how how wide is the stone? Um, you gather it's about three feet by three feet, roughly. So mm. that's a three foot diameter, I would say. Yeah, bag of holding is a two foot diameter mouth. Good research. Uh, so yeah, you'd be hard pressed getting it in there. But also, you haven't really gathered any definitive evidence that you need to take this with you. I mean, I, I love your commitment to doing so, but you've, <laughs> other than it, other than it desecrating <laughs> the area around it, you may, you may not like, uh, okay, everybody make an arcana check. Okay. Okay, so we've got a 14, a 10 and a 17. And then a five. Okay. So Joza 
you would have a pretty confident idea based on your background, you know, you would only really have heard this through tavern tales, let's say, that this kind of an object is, what's the word? A lot of magic has been put into it and it's very difficult to, to alter it in terms of its properties or move it physically, unless you know more about the background of which it was its creation, you know, like without more information, it's tough to know what to do with it. It's a very like weighty object. All right. Um, so Joe says, um, this thing could be really dangerous. I don't think we should touch it. Uh, I don't think we can get it in the bag of holding. It's too big. So I think we know someone who might know more about this. The shopkeeper who we managed to completely fuck off in the yes. early <laughs> one of the day. Let's go. We can, we can always intimidate him. Let's go back in his good graces. No, let's just be kind to him. And solve <laughs> him. We could return and coerce that weak man. Maybe we could go find a mason and convince him to patch up the wall for him, and then he'll be happy with us. <laughs> okay. The question is: Do we all go, or someone stay here and watch over the stone? I think given that there were bells ringing and probably the city's under attack or something similar, it would be a good idea to all go. I don't think anyone can actually move the stone. I guess it would be good to see those old crones suffer. <laughs> we can leave it uns unsupervised. I mean, I need more holy water. I can come out and sprinkle it later. <laughs> um, or I can just stay if not. It's fine. Don't mind. Um... Let's all stick together. Head back as a group. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Okay. So as you head back to town, let me see if I can shift you back to the town map. Uh, this one. I mean, this is obviously a very far away view of the town. Um, but you guys are vaguely... You can see the map, right? Yep. Okay. You guys uh, come back to town via sort of this passageway here and you return to that high street. And what greets you is this clutch of people in the middle of the high street, all kinds of like peasants and villagers and merchants and artisans. And they're all sort of together having some sort of impromptu town meeting. And you get the sense that they are concerned about something. Uh, you can't really hear what they're talking about at this distance, but... There's a big hubbub. Uh, what do you do? Who's best with people? Someone go and speak to them and the rest of us can go and uh, that would speak be to Magic Man. I will intimidate these petty townsfolk. Okay. <laughs> Should we, uh, rather than all go up and scare... Well, actually, but, but Zenoi, your uh, tiefling, they might not speak to you because you're so weird. You're pretty good. Yeah, okay. Abelardo is pretty good. Yeah. Okay, pretty good at what? Sorry. People speak to Abelardo. Um, to speak to the people. Who, who should we speak to? Yeah. Okay. So I, the, maybe the rest of us hang back and send Abelardo in so that we don't uh, scare them too much. Okay. Yeah. All right. You head over closer, Abe. Yeah, please. Okay. As you get closer, you hear them overhear. You overhear them saying. Another one, another one has been taken. That makes, what, ten? No, eight. I don't know what we're going to do. There'll be no one left to work the fields. Okay, I think we're going to have to suck it up and send someone into the thicket. I can't think of any way to get around this. And then they sort of turn to regard you and say, 
you, uh, Dragonborn, haven't seen one of you around here in a long time. What, what can we help you with? I was just wondering what happened and why the bells are ringing and what are those 10 people that I'm missing? Well, we've had the men of this outer ring be kidnapped over the last few weeks. We suspect it's by goblins or orcs based on the glimpses we've had of them, but they've been disappearing in ones and twos regularly over the last few weeks. And we, we've asked the inner ring, like the aristocracy, and they seem very, uh, what's the word, sarcastic about that, to do something about it. But they seem content to just be investigating. I mean, why would they care? They're behind a moat, they're behind walls, and then they all start to chatter to each other. Yeah, they're behind moats. Ah, oh, filthy animals. Uh, and they start to descend into a ruckus. But you sort of got the gist of it. Cool. Okay, so I'm coming back to this <laughs> cool. boy and conveying this disappearance and the class problem in the town. <laughs> Huge class problems are really bad anywhere. Yeah. Classic yeah. class problem. Maybe if we help them, they can overcome the, what's dividing them. Or they could help us know what that big stone is. That's true. Um, well, I, I, we definitely need to try and find the shop uh, people in all this ruckus, uh, but that's later. Um, I mean, I think we should help them, but I don't know. Well, what do you guys reckon? The right of the slave is not an honorable one. <laughs> um, uh, Joseph, obviously. Well, so have you come back and told us this? Yes. Okay. Um, Joseph, I don't. I, I'm not sure if you guys remember. I'll tell you in, in character. Is I fucking hate goblins and orcs. Uh, if there's a chance to murder some, then I'm up for it. I mean, I don't really like them either. I mean, I know, I know that I don't like. I don't want to kill anyone, but if I'm going to kill anything, I'd kill a little goblin. Stinky really goblin. Really a person. I've never yeah. seen one. Oh, I've... I do not understand the difference between Monty and these goblins. <laughs> <laughs> well, goblins sir, are vile creatures. They... A goblin would never patch you up when you need it, sir. A goblin would never stay by your side by a warm hearth, knitting and sewing your knee wounds. I will. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like it. Knitting wounds are limited to just your Monty knees. If you'll let me, I will. <laughs> um, uh, okay. You see a, a group of two or three of the most elderly, senior, I'll say, looking villagers sort of come up to you tentatively and say, uh, Excuse me, Mr. Dragonborn, sir. Uh, you look to be someone that is a lot stronger and more well-versed in the ways of the world than us. Would you be able to look into this and try to help us find our lost men? Would you be able to look into that? We'll help you in any way we can. We don't have much money, but we can help you in any, in any way that you would ask of us. Okay, so what do you guys think? Do we give them a hand? I want to help. I want to help. And you want to kill, right? Joseph? Yes. Uh, any job that requires the killing or maiming of orcs and goblins is, is the one I want to be part of. I like the idea of recompense. Mm, yeah. Sweet vengeance. Um, like in return. We can offer to look into it amongst our other quests. Uh, and yeah. Maybe we will find the answers on I our think way. Help them out of the kindness of our hearts, really. That's true, but they could help us in some other way as well. Sure thing, but you know, that's, they can decide that later. They, yeah, they've sort of like got, they've been talking amongst themselves quietly and then they come over to you and say, uh, we can offer you 53 gold 
Is that... I, I don't know what the adventuring rate is, but we, we'd be happy to pay you that when you return. That's a very I bellow. 53! <laughs> <laughs> even, even just word of our uh, lost brothers and fathers would be hugely valuable to us. Yeah, well, given that we have uh, only eight gold, I think, or ten gold at the most, <laughs> that might be helpful. Because I'm the only one that actually has gold. 53 yeah. sounds good to me. I'll yeah. take it. Fine. I have absolutely nothing to my name right now, so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that way we can get some killing done and uh, get some gold out of it. So oh, so you'll do it? Fun. They start like going over to you and shaking your hands with like double-handed grips and saying, that's wonderful. If you need anything at all, we all live kind of down that direction. This, this is more of the merchant's area, but we're all down there in various homesteads and farms. You'll, you'll see us if you need anything at all. Okay. Touch me not, disgusting humans. <laughs> yeah. uh, don't worry oh, about oh ter terribly sorry. Yes, I know. I haven't washed my hands after tending the fields. I'm so sorry, Mr. Uh, horned, horned man, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, as, as, uh, you've come, as you've come back to the city through a different pathway than the, the path you entered in originally, you notice like a different section of the main street. And you see in the middle distance is the Rowdy Muse and the Secret Scroll. And you also notice uh, from this angle, the sign is slightly more uh, in your face, as it were, is the Broken Gauntlet, which is the other tavern that you saw when you first entered, but it's just more obvious. Then you see a bunch of farms and homesteads. And then you see the sort of big gates over the moat to enter the inner circle. And over the top of that, you see various towers and crenellations, and you gather that that's probably the inner city. Okay. Wasn't the gauntlet where our um, grave-robbing fellow was going to be after he sold his stuff? I wonder. It was. They, I, no, I wonder. He he he's been out and about in the peripheries, scrabbling around. I wonder if he's seen and anything. And stealing things. What if he steals that thing too? Exactly. Maybe he's he's either seen some stuff or uh, might be involved. Let's go check it out. I'm sure we can stand him a pint with your money. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what's what's the plan? I thought we were ejected from there. No, we were ejected from the other one. The mouse oh. and the rowdy muse you were ejected from. We'll get kicked out of there very quickly, don't worry. Yeah. Okay, so you want to go over to the other tavern? Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Uh, you go over to the other tavern. Uh, it's got a big sign very well painted sign all the signs here seem much more in good repair than the actual buildings themselves uh, at least they appreciate the value of good advertising okay so you head over to it it's got a single door do you go inside yes please okay so yeah. what you're greeted with when you go inside is this wait wait for it okay you find yourself in a five foot by five foot room that has no discernible further doors or windows. It's quite dark in there. I imagine you've probably left the door open slightly because you can't see anything. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what you find. Okay. Uh, so should we look around to see if we find that guy that we're looking for? Yeah. Um, should I roll a perception check? See what I see. See if I can Go see anything. Perception it up. You can also tell me what your passive perception is. Just. To end to factor into the equation. Uh, It'll be on uh, the bottom left usually of your character sheet on. Oh, uh, passive uh, perception fourteen. Okay, now give me a perception check. 
All of us. Oh, okay. With a 16, you notice on this north wall, you notice some scratchings that look kind of haphazard at first, but when you look more closely, they look like they have an order to them. But it's a language you don't speak, I don't think. What class are you again? Uh, Ranger. Ranger. Uh, I'll say make an investigation check to, like, now that you've seen it, the investigation check is to determine more details about it. Not very good at this. Yeah. Okay. With a nine, all right, you, you're you not really sure what it says, but with a perception check of 16, I'll say, yeah, it's, I want to give it to you. I just can't. All right. So now that you point it out to the rest of your group, if anyone has, uh, I'll say, is anyone proficient in something that might help here? Like, uh, common draconic and elvish. Oh yeah. Give me, give me all your languages. I have, I have four languages. Okay. Um, um, I don't. I don't think. Draconic infernal primordial. Okay, I don't think any of you guys speak it. What about you, Furbold man? Celestial elvish giant common. Okay. Uh, I've got goblin and orc as well. Okay, goblin orc. I'll say I'm trying to gather. Monty wouldn't know much about this. The ranger probably. I'd say. Um, I'll say Zenerai, Give me a investigation check. Oh yeah. Okay. You recognize you recognize this as thieves can't. Oh, I think somewhere, somewhere in another universe I'd be able to read this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a thieves can't is a secret language amongst thieves and the the more disreputable members of society. You probably can't I recognize this as the language of those terrible pickpockets. But with <laughs> an blade. But you also notice with an eighteen. But the wall uh, in front of you, over <coughs> here, is a, uh, there's a little square of it that's a slightly different shade of stone to the rest of the stone. Um, and that's what you notice in addition to like recognizing the language. Put your dick in it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a medieval glory hole if you've ever, if you've ever seen one. I will put my tail in it. Uh, well, it's not a hole, Where's it's it? just a different like, <laughs> It's a piece of stone that's a different shade to the rest. Okay. Can we try and move it? Mm. See if it does anything. It looks like a puzzle. Yes. Yeah, should we press our hands again? Press our hand against it? Try Clearly a secret entrance, uh, and we can only get in if we know thieves can't, but maybe we can work another way out. You said that stone is light enough, but if someone presses it. So is someone doing a thing in particular? Hmm. Can we investigate it? Uh, you can roll an investigation check, sure. You know, uh, just more the merrier, really. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just a nine, but I'll try. Uh, where is... Here. Did you say you're just a nine? Uh, no, yes, in passive and... Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, roll away. Let's see what happens. Okay, with a ten, I mean, you get the sense that it's probably a mechanism of some kind, but you don't really know how to activate it or what it does. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Someone taller than me needs to go and bash it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, you, <laughs> okay, okay you, I'll press it firmly. Okay, cool. You push it, and you see this panel of the wall slides to the right, and it reveals like a spiral stone carved staircase. So now that uh, we didn't need to do anything special to open that, I'm more and more... Um, thinking that that writing is probably some form of warning. 
No, uh, this, is a, well, this is a pub. It's obviously just to stop this, just to let the keep the riffraff out, isn't it? It's just a secret. It's like a gentleman's club for thieves. Maybe it says for an invitation to the secrets of the depths below. That, that, that old man was obviously just a grave robber. I'm guessing this is just a hangout for lowlifes like him, but maybe he knows more. I feel like it says fuck the inner ring, which feels very uh, apt for a glory hole. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, check it out. Uh, do you guys stay where Your you are? Your humour is you... apt, small bear. <laughs> Your humour is apt. <laughs> oh yeah, that when we made you dance, that was great. Uh, <laughs> let's just let's go. Let's all head in. All right, all you right. go down the stairs. Let's say, and you discover uh, a very l- capacious looking uh i would say tavern except there only appears to be two occupants a bartender that looks of no real consequence and a much more like fancily dressed uh man that that has like silks and some sort of fancy fez type situation and he says uh hello there and zenera you notice above the bar itself is a sort of wooden plaque with that same series of scratchings from the entrance that you just walked past and it looks to be almost exactly the same scratchings so you still can't read it but you get the sense it's the same sentence what do you, what what are you what, what what would you like you see the 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 man standing over here says uh what can i what can i help you with these scratchings are the same <laughs> you say that out loud uh yes are you sure are you sure that you all belong in here you know this is clearly and he gestures around at the empty tavern this is clearly not a uh, regular drinking hole. You might be more comfortable at the Rowdy Muse across the street. We got kicked out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and you we seem lost. We were going to meet a fellow over here. Uh, he, he told us to come here. We, uh, he was selling some wares next door and uh, said we should go join him for a drink. So we're here. Mm, okay. He might have some information for us. Okay. Well, I mean... I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to roll an insight check for this character. <laughs> he, yeah. rolls a, he rolls a one. So he says, okay, you guys seem like you're on the level. <laughs> pretty legit. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, must, I must warn you, downstairs where I suppose the main tavern is, is not quite probably what you're expecting. We don't do that much drinking. I mean, a little. It's more about fighting, to be honest with you. Uh, do you... Do you fancy a brawl? Are you physical type people? And he kind of looks you up and down. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, bear man. I I'll take that as a yes. Uh, okay. Um, Weak. You ca- I I I might just because I don't think you. I'm surprised you got down here. He sort of says to himself. <laughs> I, I must I must remind you of the slogan and please forgive my manners. I am the one-eyed git. And you get a little bit confused because he's got two eyes. And he says, uh, and this is my establishment. And we have one rule, okay? And it's written above the tavern. And he points to the wooden plaque and he says, all may enter the broken gauntlet, but only friends may leave. So keep that in mind when you're downstairs, okay? And he sort of steps aside and allows you to pass if you intend to walk past him. Right, so we have to be on our best behavior. Well, should, we, should we see if he knew whether that guy came in here? Because if he's not in here, we're just going to get into shenanigans that we won't have time for. 
let's ask if he's seen the grave digging old man. Yeah. Oh, seen the guy that was carrying all the stuff on his back. Yeah. Okay. You give a rough description of him and he says, uh, oh, yeah, 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 he's down there. I mean, he's more of a spectator than a fighter, but uh, he's got the coin. So, yeah, fair enough kind of bloke. This could give us some coin as well. It could. It could very well. Um, hmm. All right, let's check it out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, if we Maybe have some scrap <laughs> Okay. You guys head down the stairs, and what okay. greets you is uh, some sort of rudimentary fighting pit. There appears to be some kind cool. of, I suppose, bookie over here behind a desk, and then a series of unsavory-looking characters watching two slightly bigger characters, like, beat each other to death, or nearly to death. Uh, it smells like sweat and beer, mostly spilled beer, and you see this person over at the far side say, uh, Hello, uh, are you participating, betting, watching? What's what's the story? Come on, quickly. You participate. I... You can, I don't like violence. Well, I can. <laughs> I am. I am violent. Uh, so, what do you guys think? Maybe yeah. a bit of money as well? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just here to uh, just try and speak to that old guy, find out about the Death Stone, but if you want to do some fighting, I will support that and cheer you on. I mean, I feel like if you do well in the fighting, people might like us more, tell us more. So yeah. some good can come of the violence. And Maybe go ask about any rewards as well. You do it in cash. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Then I'll enroll in whatever fight this is. Okay. Okay. This is how it works. If you want to fight someone, what they do is you put your stakes, what you're willing to bet, just in the pit. And anyone else that's willing to fight you for those stakes has to match your stakes and then fight you. It's very straightforward. See what we have. I don't remember how much money I have. Can you guys we see have nine gold. Uh, we cannot see you. No, no, I know, but I'm, I'm saying we have nine gold. Oh no, I was, I was talking to Fraser. Okay, you have nine oh, gold. Sorry. Uh, so how much should we? Uh, I I think we should keep some gold. Four? No. Maybe. What do you guys think? Uh, how much do we want to? I mean, we can cheat and shit, right? So we will probably win. So yeah, three or four sounds good. If anything, we're left with five gold and seven copper. <clears throat> All right. So I, I think I've got a few gold pieces. I'm gonna copy Four. your characters across to this. I'm new just gonna get a, get a quick beer while we're in this tavern. <laughs> All right, paste. We got any gold? Right. Yeah, money. I've got money as well, so you can bet more. I got ten. Then should we go with six just in case? If you have some, if we need it later on. Yeah, we're gonna make fifty-three gold from finding some lost douchebags. So I think bet some oh, more. Sorry. The last thing I heard was the place smells like sweat. Uh, okay. Yeah, basically, the bookie behind the desk over here asked yeah. who's participating, who's spectating, and cool. once Abe indicated that they might be interested, uh, the bookie explained that in order to participate, you drop whatever your stakes are into the pit, however much gold, however much valuables, and then anyone that wants to take up your challenge drops the same amount, and then you fight for it. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, 
we, as you say, we might uh, we might impress someone with your fighting. You're pretty good at it, aren't you, Avalado? So let's put yeah. some money in and have some fun while we're here. And we can, while you're doing that, we can look for the old guy. As yeah. you were, uh... I've got ten gold as well. Right. Okay. So how much should we bet? Five. All of it. <laughs> Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> As you're uh, having this conversation, one of the one of the fighters sort of like taps out on the sand and sort of crawls their way out of the pit and retreats behind the spectators over here. And this thug sort of like stands there cheering at the crowd going, yes, and you see like blood and like spittle just flying everywhere. Cool. Well, that, cool, that cool, cool. gets me into a mood to fight, I guess. Um, <laughs> So how do we do this betting thing? Um, Go down on five in my equipment? So I'll put down five gold pieces. Okay. So you're going to drop five gold pieces into the pit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, going to, just before you do that, I'm just going to show you, you recognize the old character. Did the old character introduce himself? I can't remember what name I gave him. The little guy that was like carrying the stuff. Yeah, he, he did say he did introduce himself and said, "Well, oh, I'll be next door." Um, okay. I'm gonna say his name is I'm gonna say his name is Blaine. Cool. And you recognize Blaine over here, and he's sort of cheering on, holding like various his like turkey leg in one hand and a beer in the other hand, and he says, "Uh, uh, oh, go you, you good thing. You just got me so much money," and he seems to be uh, excited about his win. Okay, so you drop five gold pieces into the pit and you see the thug here sort of turns and says, who challenges the great Goldar? I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you hop into the... So pit. I cast, um... I cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. Um, and I use it to, um, uh, make the ground shake around Abelardo and the flames that light the basement to flicker off and on. Okay. I'll say because thaumaturgy has, uh, I think verbal and semantic components, you have to actually like say, so Oh, you have to say something. So I'll say, is that it? It just says V next to it. Just verbal. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'll say you, you don't need to do a, a check cause that would have done, uh, you would just be able to do that surreptitiously. Okay. So roll an intimidation check. Bam. Oh wow! Okay, you see, uh, you see, Goldar takes a couple of steps back and says, "Uh, uh, 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 uh okay, let's uh, let's do this." And he reaches for his money pouch, kind of shaking his hands a little bit, and drops the five gold down. So I'll say, let's roll initiative. Uh, tracker, get rid of that one. Does that mean he gets disadvantage? Uh, well, we'll see. It hasn't actually started yet. Uh, add turn. So roll initiative for me, Abe. <laughs> he does not roll a good initiative. <laughs> mm. What you can do... Oh, actually, no. Uh, let's, let me just put it in for you. All right, you go first. What do you do, Abe? Um, is this just a brawl? Uh, you aren't aware of any other rules because none were really described to you other than the stake. So you get the sense that it's anything goes. Okay. So 
I'll just start with a normal one, just in case that we're not allowed weapons and we make enemies. Cool. So what, what's a normal one? Oh, uh, nice. Unarmed strike. Wow, yeah. 19 definitely hits. And you do three yeah. bludgeoning damage right off the bat, right to his little smug little face. <laughs> All right, you see him sort of reel back from the jab to his chin and sort of like spits out more blood. You get the sense this is not as his, this is not even his first or second fight today. <laughs> and uh, uh, do you want to use your movement at all? I'll say you needed to come up here. Uh, are you going to stay where you are? No, no, I'll just come come up. Okay, so you're right there. Stop okay. So he's going to say, "All right, that's enough." And he, he takes out a, a mace, and you get the sense this is definitely a, a weapons fight. And he tries to... Okay, with a 22, I think he hits just, right? Ooh. Uh, yeah, just. Okay, so that's going to be six damage, because he's got a d6 plus two. Mm-hmm. Okay, then he's going to try and hit you again. Uh, makes two attacks... Ooh, and with an 11, his mace clinks off of your very substantial armor, and he says, uh, uh, he can't say anything, he's just breathing heavily. Uh, and he's going to try and move away. Oh, actually, no, he's going to move around, because he's up against the wall, and that's bad. But because he's staying within your five-foot, like, melee range, he doesn't attract an attack of opportunity. Okay. So now it's your turn. Right, let's go with... Hmm... Warhammer then. Also, you guys can try to do things if you would like. Uh, cheer, mm. uh, buy drinks, uh, do, make bets, do anything you would like to do. Oh, yeah. I move, I move next to the um, uh, the chap from earlier. Mm-hmm. And I grab him round the shoulders and say, isn't this a great fight? Oh, you mean uh, uh, a Blaine? Mm, yeah, he says, Blaine. oh, yes, I recognize you. The pointy one from before. This is amazing. Quick. Take this, get some beers. And he throws you like two gold or something, which is way more than you need for two beers. <laughs> Thank you, Blaine, but don't call me pointy. Sorry, your, your, your microphone is like uh, hitting the limit of sound. What, what did you say? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I say, uh, Thank you, Blaine, but don't call me pointy. Only my mother calls me pointy. He says, <laughs> I like you, person. This is going to be a great fight. Uh, does anyone else want to do anything? Um, yeah, I'd like to um, come and sit on the other side of Blaine, and okay. uh, yeah, I don't know if Zenoi is going to actually try and get some beers, but oh, yeah, uh, kind of, okay. In which case, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll come and as soon as Zenoi leaves, I will sit in his place and just say, <laughs> "Actually, friend, we wanted to talk. What did you? Uh, we came across something quite strange in the forest south of the city. Um, if I could have your attention for a second, I'd like you to ask you about it." He says, uh, 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 oh, is there any uh, treasure you want to point me in the direction of? So we came across a very strange sight. It was some kind of elemental beasts carrying a, a trailer, and they had a stone. And the stone appears to have some kind of evil coming from it. You don't know anything about that, do you? Hmm, I mean, I've seen a lot of cursed temples, abandoned castles in my time. I mean, that's my stock and trade, but... I would need to know what the stone looked like more. Oh, yes, get him! Uh, in order to give you a more specific <laughs> description. What uh, color was it? What shape was it? It was about uh, three or four feet wide, uh, extremely heavy and dense, um, a dark color, kind of like a rock, and a flying demon 
was in control of it and he just defended it with his life. Seems like it's possessed or giving off some death magic of some kind. Interesting. Um, you also, uh, actually, make an intelligence check, please, Joza. Oh. The saving thought, that's a saving thought I just did. Uh, yeah, wait a second. Just a regular check. Uh, there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, with a six, you, you can't remember more specific details about it, but he says, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I can't think of any rocks in my travels that match that sort of effect, but you're saying it has an effect on the area surrounding it? And then we'll cut back to the fight, and Abe's ten misses, unfortunately, and he's the thug sort of steps out of the way and says, ah, you'll have to be quicker than that. And then we'll go back to his turn, but I'll wait for Abe to get back. Then we'll go back. Oh, Abe's back. Okay, can, so... I, can, I, can I bless Abe? Yeah, you totally can. Uh, what's the components for bless? Um, components it requires. It'll say like VSM. Oh, crap. Sprinkling of holy water. No, no, that that's okay. Like the, the actual holy water that you have is separate from your components for spells. Mm. But what other okay. components? Does it say VSM? It says VSM. Okay, so that means you have to say something, hold something, and move your hand in some way. So if you're going to do this, like, sneakily, then you'll need to do a sleight of hand check. Oh, I see. So that uh, the other competitors don't notice you. So this may be frowned upon. Okay, I'm going to put my hands by my sides and not try this. Okay, fair enough. You, you get the one, the one, like, dastardly thought that ever crossed Monty's mind was quickly quashed upon further, <laughs> further consideration. Okay, he says... Friend. I mean, maybe if you took me to this rock after the fight, of course, maybe I could give you some more information. But at the moment, it just kind of sounds like a rock, really. Uh, and then you said that it has, like, bad effects around it. Is that what you said? The uh, Yes, uh, some kind of death magic. The area around it, uh, we, we, we cast a uh, detect evil, and we think it has some kind of necrotic effect on the ground around it. And we didn't want to go near it in case it affected us. Mm, okay. Well, I'll, I'll definitely... One silver per beer... <laughs> and you will we'll cut back to the bookie over here saying listen that that's that's the rate it's very nice beer this is an illegal fighting den what do you expect <laughs> okay and then we'll cut Cheap back beer. <laughs> we'll cut back and, and he says uh after the fight I'm, I'm happy to have a look at it for you maybe it'll lead me to something interesting and you see this little greedy glint in his eye mm. okay. okay we'll hold you to that so, and then the thug is going to attack with his mace. Oh, with a 20, he hits. And he does... This time it's seven damage. Damn. I, I can myself. Okay. Cool. And now he's going to try and attack you again. Ooh, with an 18, that misses you, right? Yeah. Nice. And he clinks against your armor again and he goes... Uh, you will fall, and then it is Abe's turn. Attack with the hand up. It's the same damage, right? Uh, no, that one is higher. Okay, then let's go with a wall hammer. Okay, with a twelve, you hit. Uh, so that is, uh, you're one-handed, right? Because you've got. That's weird. One d ten plus two. 1d8, you rolled better on the d8 than the d10. Okay, so that's 10 damage. You see this oh, is a this is a big hit to his like face area. 
and he looks like rocked, sort of starts swaying on his feet a little bit. And you look like you're getting the better of him. Would you like to do anything else? Um, can I attack again? Uh, if I think you only have one, do you have more than one attack? It'll I be like. Uh, as a paladin, I feel like it's something you unlock, but I just don't remember when. I believe it, it's under actions all, and it says like a second attack or a. Yeah, it'll okay. be like a special new feature. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so let me know if you find it, and then we'll go to the thug's turn, unless you have something you want to do at the end of your turn. And then, is there anything else anyone wants to do? Zenorag gets back with the, the beers Four by now. Beers. Yeah. And he says, yeah, ah, so thank you, my friend. I say, uh, have you, Joseph, I guess you've sat the other side of him, or have you sat on Joseph's lap, but uh, Joseph says, uh, uh, t maybe you could tell us more about the, uh, the, the place you found your wares, let's just say, when we bumped into you on the road. Where were you coming from? Oh, yes. Now, what was the name of that place? Give me, give me a second. I mean, I was nearby. To be honest with you, I don't know what it's called, but it's just a big desert. It's kind of southeast of here. If you can survive the desert, there's some nifty little, uh, let's say, leftovers for the uh, quick-handed amongst us. Interesting. I'll see what my party say about that. If you don't know anything about the stone... Uh... Once Abelard is done smashing this guy's face in, maybe we can take a look at that rock. Ah, I'm intrigued, I must admit. Yes, yeah, Zenro? I neck my beer and Abelardo's beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm very hesitantly. Let's cut back to the thug who's going to try and mace you. With a 21, does that hit? Oof. Yeah. Ooh, just... this, guy's, this guy's rolling well. Um, six. Ooh, that's eight damage. Fine. Abelardo is meaty as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go mace again. 16! He keeps finding gaps and then getting overconfident and then swaying, swinging right over your head. And he, he starts to look around and starts to think about taking a step back, but then he fortifies himself. Uh, your turn. Fair. Uh, Finish him! You hear yeah. a chanting. Dragon guy, dragon guy, dragon guy. <laughs> Kill him with your fire face. I can't, I need to rest. <laughs> uh, what would Abe like to do? Well, I use my Warhammer, not very successfully, but you know. Oh, I didn't uh, even see that. Else. Uh, so yes, nine unfortunately misses and you sort of overswing and start to like have to right yourself in terms of your footing. Uh, is there, I don't think, uh, you could do, I think as a paladin, you could, as a bonus action, I'll have to think about it. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to do? Like taunt him or interact with an object of some kind? I'm trying to find where I can, because I can heal myself because it's a touch one. I'm yeah, that's I'm... a lay on hands. You've got a pool of like 15 or 20 HP, but I think that's an action yeah. to do that. So you could do that next time if you wanted to. Cool. Uh, then no, let's just try to finish him. Cool. All right. You see the guy try to swing at you again with a 10. He clinks off of your stomach metalled area. And then he tries to swing again with a 21. He connects. But can he do the damage required with a five? I doubt it. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is five bludgeoning damage. And then it is back to your turn. Right. Uh, 
right. Finish so, him properly. Dragon guy. Dragon guy. <laughs> so I cast, I cast Mageland surreptitiously. Okay. Uh, if you're going to... Sorry, one sec, Abe. We've got an intervention. Uh, so Mage Hand, what are the components for Mage Hand? Uh, voice and uh, sound. V no, VS. Semantic means VS. like you've got to go like Semantic, this. Yeah. So give me a... What, what are you trying to achieve first? <clears throat> I'm trying to tickle this gentleman's perineum. <laughs> to distract him, give uh, a, a uh, uh, opportunity to Okay, wow, this is gonna be specific. Give me a sleight of hand check, very literally. Uh, okay, with a 16, you managed to cast it in a way that looks like you're like coughing over your beer. <laughs> and you managed to cast this, but I mean, in order to, yeah, I'll say that, I'll say that works. So you see the guy uh, sort of staggers back and starts to like twitch as if he's got something crawling all over him. And he says, what, what is this? And I'll say that gives you an opportunity to attack again, Abe. Okay. Sweet. Because I'll say he steps away from you. So that's an attack of opportunity just to make it like mechanically sound. Oof. Ooh, bad luck. But I think it's your turn anyway, so you get to you get to hit if you walk up to him. Um, should I try to hit, guys, or should I... Because I, I'm on 10 health. Mm. Yeah, try to hit. You can't kill you in one, I don't think. Okay. Just for that one. Yes, you hit. With eight bludgeoning damage, you watch this guy collapse to the ground. All right, I've had enough. I've had enough. Right, you take it. Just take the gold. And you see him like walk walk out of the pit, like grumbling and swearing to himself. And you see the crowd go, "Yeah, dragon guy, woo!" Yeah. woo, -woo, -woo. Oh, guys, I think I you jostle. Yeah. I wish we use it. I, I jostle the uh, grave robber jointly. And he says, "Yes, I made more money off of you. Excellent. So, uh, rock time." And you see him like drink the beer very quickly. Uh, so, if you put in five gold, that means you have five more than you had before. Sweet. Cool. So cool. where would you, you see this guy, this yeah. grave robber guy just sort of walks up the stairs, not really paying attention. What do you guys do? Uh, follow him, I guess. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, he said, he said rock time, didn't he? So, uh, let's go friend. And we, uh, we jog up and I kind of say, uh, Abelardo, are you, you okay? How did that yeah. Go? Fine. Yeah. Um, should I help myself? Should you what? Heal myself a bit in case we get into another fight. Uh, yeah, I'll say, uh, I mean, for you mean like a short rest or lay on hands? Lay on hands. So yeah, yeah, you can totally, you can totally do that. Okay, cool. So I'm going to lay my hands on myself. And, um, yeah. Dragon guy. There <laughs> 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 oh, you go. And I'm going to heal myself ten. Well fought, dragon friend. Yeah. <laughs> well fought. Well fought. It's always good to use violence against violent people. <laughs> what I say. I always go to tickle the perineum of your enemies. I drunk one. <laughs> one. Okay, cool. I'm back to health, guys. So. Nice. Okay. Folks, I think we really should find a place to have a good rest after this little area. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm getting a bit tired. Um, 
As you, sorry. sorry, as you leave the broken gauntlet, you see the one-eyed git say, "Ah, Mister uh, Dragon Person, haven't seen one of you around in a long time." And anyway, it looks like you've done very well. Thank you for uh, patronizing this establishment. If you would like to take up lodging, we have a room over there, a room over there. But to be honest, people don't really use this tavern as a tavern very often. So, on the upside, the rooms are empty. Okay, so uh, should we ask this lame guy if he's willing to wait for a, until we have a rest? How long does the rest have to be? Four hours. Uh, you mean uh, what kind of rest? Oh, let's see. So a short rest or long rest? Yeah. Like a long rest is eight hours. I think, to be honest, it's it's almost nighttime by this point. You guys arrived at the town about midday. You've been fucking around for about an afternoon's worth. So I would say it's coming up to nighttime. Okay, should we just have a long rest and uh, tackle the rock in the morning? Yes. Ask cool. Blaine first if he's willing to. Still be there in the morning. Uh, Blaine uh, says. Yeah, like do you ask Blaine this? Uh, yeah, we could. Um, I think Joe is probably quite used to like slinking around at night and doesn't really uh, care about that sort of shit. And also, I've got nothing to rest for at the moment, apart from just general good sleeping habit. Uh, so I could I could go with uh, Blaine to the rock to see if he knows anything about it. I get the feeling he doesn't know anything anyway, but uh, we could check that out while you guys are resting. But I don't know how that works. That's good to me. Cool. Uh, yeah. So what does Zenerai respond? Yes, I shall sleep and rest. Okay, you guys hit the hay early and Joser and Blaine head out to this rock. Uh, you see the proprietor, the one I'd get, says... The first one's on the house, okay? You can have the rooms, but next time, uh, then then we'll talk about prices. And roll an insight check, uh, everyone except Joza, because you're probably on the way out at this point. Oh, Ooh. wow. Natural 20, followed by an 18 and a 6. Okay, Abe, you're a little rattled from your fight and trying to rapidly heal yourself, so you're not paying too much attention to social niceties. But Monty, uh, you get the definitive sense that uh, the one I'd get is either doing a compelling impression of a dealer or is trying to appear to be a dealer, you know, as in first taste is free kind of feel. Cool. Okay. All right. So you guys hit the hay and we will cut over to the rock after about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of travel. You make your way back over here. So uh, as a... Approaching, I'm just sort of saying, uh, so do you You make good money doing this? Oh, yes. I mean, it's uh, dangerous work. Uh, I've almost been hit by a spike trap, what, 65 times? Uh, I've had some spike ghosts. Trap, I hate those. Some ghosts try to possess me a few times. That doesn't go down too well. I mean, it's dangerous, but, oh, yeah, it's good. It's good for beer money. In beer money terms, it's like decades worth. And you always work alone? Yes, I mean it's uh, it's always been that way. I mean I've I've had people that I've known, but they they haven't really. The odd person has come out for one venture or two, but as soon as they see the first spike trap, they're gone. Really. <laughs> yeah, spike traps will do that. <laughs> so by this time, you guys have made it towards wh wherever you want to be. I think you guys can move these characters around. Where, how do you want to approach it? Uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, on, on the road, whatever. And he looks at the rock and he says, oh, okay, I mean, the rock just kind of looks like a rock, but I've seen that symbol somewhere before. And you remember now what you didn't remember before, which is on the side of the rock is a 
is like an engraved symbol of like a rectangle. I'll, I'll draw it for you. Uh, okay. uh, it looks kind of like this. And you're not really sure what it represents, but you see the guy say, ah, oh, I've seen that somewhere before. I think it's over at the, hmm, the Venomous Cops, maybe? There's, there's this story that I wanted to investigate about a door, okay? It's just this door sitting in the middle of this woodland, no building attached to it, nothing, just a door sitting by itself. And on the door is this symbol, and no one's been able to open it, no one's been able to find out why it's there, or at least that's what the stories say. And when I went to check it out myself, fuck, there was a lot of spiders. But yeah, there was this door that was just there and I couldn't get into it. And I can smell there's some good shit in there. I can really smell it, but ugh, it's frustrating seeing this symbol again, but hmm. And he sort of says to, uh, yeah, go on. Is it, uh, what do you think of this kind of weird aura coming off the stone? Can you feel that as well? Uh, he makes... Uh, an arcana check. Uh, wait, let me get his stats up just to be safe. Uh, arcana comes from intelligence. He rolls a three and he says, yeah, I mean, I can't really see the ground around it visibly affected. My approach with these kinds of magic traps is avoid them typically unless there's some good shit there, and then I try to get over them somehow. But listen, I can show you on a map where this place is if you want to find more symbols like that, and maybe tell me what's behind that door. It's been killing me, but it's getting kind of late, and I, uh, I'd i love to rest up. I've got a hangover coming that I need to pay attention to. Yeah, okay, show me on the map, and uh, owe you a beer. Thank you for your help. You're very welcome. And then he sort of walks back kind of jovially, swaying in his steps a little bit. And he points on the map to, uh, I'll say on the way back, you guys can consult over his makeshift map. And he identifies this area here. And he says, that's the venomous cops, that is. Spiders just everywhere. But that door is really cool. I mean, uh, kept me up at night. The first few months I saw it and I couldn't solve it. Okay, good to know. I'll see what the others think. Maybe it's uh, given us some clues. Cool. We're not that invested in this walk. It might be something to do. Maybe some loot to steal. Goblins uh, to murder. That's you know, the attitude. Stuff. I like that first part about the valuable stuff. The goblins, I mean, I'm not a fan of them. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You haven't heard anything about goblins and orcs around here, by the way. There's some missing villages that we've been asked to look into. Yeah, I've heard whisperings about that. By this time, you guys have come back to roughly the, the broken gauntlet and you're sort of heading down the stairs and he opens the door to the passageway quite easily and he says, yeah, I've heard something about that, but I mean, rescue missions aren't really my thing. I mean, orcs don't tend to have, well, I haven't really investigated, but I assume they don't have much in the way of booty. I've heard about it, but to be honest, I haven't paid that much attention. Interesting. Okay, thank you for your help. You are welcome. And he sort of stumbles over to the one-eyed git and says, Ah, where's my usual room? And they sort of head down the stairs. Um, I will say, yes, uh, send me to the room with the others. I guess I'll sleep as well. Okay, the bartender says, they took those ones over there. And he points you in the direction of the room sort of beside the first staircase that you come down. And long rest. 
And now you guys have your health points and your spell slots and shit back. Um, can I look around the room that I've woken up in? Are there any windows? Uh, let us have a little looky-loo. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but... <laughs> uh, you are in... Uh, reveal area. This one. And it does not have windows because you are underground. Okay, so uh, after I wake up, I'm going to um, light some of my incense and I'm mm -hmm. going to walk to the threshold of the door of the room that I'm in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to sit down there. I'm going to put the incense by the threshold. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to kind of sit and meditate for a little while. Uh, and I take out a small pouch of seed and I kind of sprinkle the seed along the threshold of the door. Um, and then sort of sit there silently for a minute to myself before getting up. Okay. You do that. Uh, do you, uh, are you communing with your deity? Like, are you praying? Or, give me the specifics, if there is any. Um, it's, a, it's a thing I do. It's a little ritual. Cool. All right. Well, I'm uh, communing. I'm communing. Okay. Say. Well, I'll say you don't usually get a response when you do this sort of like check-in with your higher being. But on this occasion, you get like a little breeze which strikes you as odd because you know there aren't really breezes underground and you see that the breeze blows the seeds in a uh in a direction and that direction is sort of all one way and your sense of direction tells you that that way is north and they all sort of like what's the word skitter in that direction and you're like oh that's that's weird i kind of gasp and like it's scared <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. That's your I experience? When I do this. Sorry, what? Usually <laughs> Are we all in the same room? Uh, no, I will say that you guys probably took up different rooms unless one of you deliberately wanted to bunk with the other. Nah. Sorry? <laughs> what was that, Abe? Close, not that close. Oh, good, good. Um, I'll say you guys... Uh, put down your bedrolls bed in this room and this room. And, you know, I think Monty got the better end of the deal with the only room with a proper bed in it. <laughs> cool. So what do you guys do now? Mm. So, folks, when I did my little seed ceremony this morning, um, all the seeds kind of blew north. Um, I don't know if that means anything, but maybe we should uh, <laughs> check that out. Yeah. All right. Um, well. Rituals of the bear man. <laughs> don't mock my seeds. <laughs> don't mock my seeds. I have good seed. Uh, uh, Sharpen my horns this morning. The flakings pointed east, west, and south. Does that mean something in your religion? <laughs> <laughs> You're very negative, anyway. Uh, so, actually, after you guys went to bed, I... Uh, I traveled to see that rock um, with our friend Blaine, as I discussed, and uh, he actually had some insights. It was a useful trip. He he recognized the symbol on the side, um, the kind of the the leaf in a box, uh, and said he's seen that symbol before in the north, as it would happen, in an area called the Venomous Copse. Uh, if we wanted to find out more, that would be the place to do it. Mm -hmm. So should we find I think we should certainly uh, uh, gather supplies before we head north. 
Yeah, you need yes. holy water as well. Yes. Um, and then I need various arcane. I mean, druidic reagents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's also the goblins uh, that we need to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. while I like I I think that there is a serious evil with this rock which I do not trust. I don't really know much about it, and as much as I hate flying demons i hate goblins and orcs even more uh if there's a chance to to wet my blade on some goblin blood then i think uh i wouldn't mind doing that on the way goblins okay. are not okay said go north <laughs> do we know where we can find these goblins do we have any idea there's a very yeah. loud drunk screaming and running past your tavern <laughs> <laughs> Very high pitched voice. The eunuch. Yeah. It's a child drunk. You get the sense this town is in, uh, you know, bad way. Uh, yeah, we have absolutely no clues about the um, the orcs and goblins, do we? Um, well, yeah. we can go and ask the farmers. They told us where to find them. Uh, yeah, um, but they didn't know anything. Did we even ask them anything about it? I don't think we did, did we? They left before we could. Between the poison cops to the north. No, the um, the uh, orcs and goblins. They've kidnapped people. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the the quest the uh, villagers gave us. And we didn't ask Blaine about it, did we either? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I did, and he said he didn't know anything about it. Okay. He stays away from uh, orcs and goblins. So I'd, okay. I'd suggest we go to the outer ring and start, you know, knocking on some doors if we want to find out where they are. Could, uh, I, I, I suggest we resupply. We use some of our ill-gotten gambling games to fuel our adventures. We could uh, we could uh, kill two birds with one stone and visit our good friend at the Magic Scroll or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll give us a great, he'll yeah. give us great, great practices. Uh, okay, let's stop there. Maybe he knows more about this various yeah. shit going down as well. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so you guys head to the secret scroll. Yep. Okay. Um, can I hear my? Did he voice? hate? No. Did he hate one of the one of us less than the others? I thought he hates all of us, doesn't he? Um. He definitely hates Abelardo. Yeah. <laughs> I think he hates me more than all of us. I tried to command on him. I can't say. So he caught me breaking into the room at the back. I suppose if you if you re if you reflect, it's probably the dancing bear that was the the least objectionable. Yeah, I'd say so. He give him the money. Testing, to, testing. Uh, he derived testing. some. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't have any money, so <laughs> I will take what I um, I give I give Monty ten gold pieces with the instruction to buy ten gold worth of charcoal, incense, and herbs. Sweet. Uh, okay. You also remember, Monty, that you, uh, your instinct was to cast a spell recently and you realized that you hadn't got the jeweled stick components that you required. Mm. Yes. Um, and now as I, as, as I look in my purse, I realize that not only am I far too poor for these components, but the, my companions are too poor. <laughs> or at least, I at least wouldn't want to lean on them this much. How much is it? Why is it jewel stick and how much is it? I uh, actually require 25 gold, gold pieces worth of said stick, um, apparently. 
It's a cool to, to step out of character for a second. It's a it's a cool spell though. I mean, what does it do? It like tells you basically you can ask the GM in character whether something is a good idea and like whether the ebb and flow of the universe is leading you in that direction or not. Yeah, so it's augury. So basically, if we're if we're about to go on some sort of adventure and we're wondering if it's a good idea or not, um, Stan essentially has to give us some indication of like whether there's good or bad ahead or mixture. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I, I need yeah. um, gold points. That's a gold. Yeah, no. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> once we, well, we, we have been offered fifty-three gold pieces by to find some. There's, there's some serious cash flow uh, yeah. if we okay. can get that done. So, so maybe, maybe that's what we get with the reward from that. Yeah. Okay. So shall I just walk into the shop alone? So let let you ire him. Yeah. Uh, well, so so yeah, on on your own we can wait outside. Well, what do we want out of this conversation? Um, so we need you to. Ask about the symbol on the side of the rock, uh, if he knows anything about it, or goblins or elemental monsters or anything. And it was incense, charcoal, and sticks? Uh, uh, charcoal, incense, and herbs, 10 gold. Incense and herbs, okay. Um, uh, goblins and orcs, yeah. nearby area. And uh, I guess just like see if he's got any cool magic items that, that, that were for yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I might ask. I was just leading with the purchase because yes. then you'll you'll get him on side. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I'll I'll give you I'll give you um my ten gold pieces as well, just in case something comes up. Okay. Sweet. Thank you, sir. I might give you something to buy some powdered silver and iron. Okay. And holy water. Yeah. Good stuff. Could I borrow a little bit of my holy water? Yeah. yeah. Sure and I'll thing. get you some as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give okay. you. We were like waiting outside, looking through the window, really obviously. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like, we can't see in, but from the inside, it's just complete daylight, and we were like pressed against the window. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the gold off my comrades for their purchases, uh, and I will uh, I will saunter in cheerfully. Okay, you see the proprietor look up, and he says. Oh, hello, Dancing Bear Man. I thought throwing you out of here was a strong enough hint, but I take it that is not the case? Oh, well, you see, now I have uh, good hard gold. You know, I, I bit it. it, it it's, it's real. Uh, and uh, I just have a few items I, I, I need from you. Okay, you see him sort of contemplate for a second. And he says, uh, hmm... Okay, well, I suppose if it's just you, please don't touch anything without talking to me. Or, better yet, tell me at the beginning, what is it that you need? Um, so, I, I'm looking for some charcoal, some incense, some herbs, and some holy water. Okay, just to step out of character for a second. Uh, Zenorite, do the charcoal and herbs and whatever it is, do they have a cost beside them that is like required yeah. to cast that spell? 10 gold so sorry can you read to me the way it goes like you need 10 gold of so it says 10 gp worth of charcoal incense and herbs okay awesome uh he looks at the uh the sort of various containers in front of his table and says yes i've got charcoal incense and herbs that'll cost you uh 11 gold i mean i understand that 
I can find these a bit cheaper in other places. How about I do a little dance for you? Would that uh? <laughs> All right, make a make a persuasion check. <laughs> How about I do a little dance for you? Boom! Oh wow! He says, uh, "Okay, okay, don't do the dance, please. You can have it for you can have it for ten gold. How about that?" Thank you, sir. That's okay. But, uh, okay. <laughs> my dance right in your day, uh, but each to their own, I suppose. Yes, uh, very so much yeah, to their own. I'll take those for 10, please. And, yeah, he um, wraps them up like hastily in some paper and gives them to you. Just take it, take it. What's the uh, going rate on uh, holy water these days? Got any of that? Ah, well, I mean, typically you would need to go to a temple for that, but you might be in luck. And he sort of like tilts his head back towards his side of the counter and you get the sense that it's kind of weird for him to have it. Like he's almost, it's a bit taboo to get it from somewhere that isn't a temple, but he says, yeah, I've, I've got some for you. How much are you looking for? I'm looking for uh, two bottles. Hmm. Holy water. I'll say two gold, one gold per bottle. Okay, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, let's stack up. Uh, how about, uh, can, can you do me any, any deals? Uh, if I say one five or so? Well, to be perfectly honest with you, I would love to do a deal, but I only have three vials of holy, three bottles, whatever you want to call it, of holy water. Okay, they're all yours. I mean, they're, they're quite hard to get, I'll be honest with you. The, uh, old, withered, priestly types, especially the Orpheites, they're the worst. They hold on to their holy water like it was, I don't know, a godsend or something. Oh, I know. Well, I'm doing you a favor. Now, at least now, no one can say that you're stocking holy water illegally. Yes, he, he taps friend, his nose I, and he I, says, I am very much on board with that. Uh, what was that? Sorry, Zenaro? So I, I, I turn to Joza and say, it's easy to get holy water from a priest if you're a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Was that, was that a Catholic, like, pedophilia joke wrapped in a halfling reference? <laughs> yes. Wow. That was deep. That was complex. I feel like... Joseph just uh, nods and pretends he knows what you're talking about. Mm. Very, indubitably. Um, okay, cool. So you get three vials of holy water for three gold. Okay, and then I do this kind of... Uh, I do the classic double take. So I kind of go, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, one thing. <laughs> Columbo. Um, yeah. Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just... Uh, um, I was have you heard anything uh, about the, the the strange rock uh, with the with the runes inscribed on it that was dropped outside of town yesterday? He sort of like twitches his head a little bit to the side and he says, uh, "No, I, I heard there was a hubbub outside yesterday evening, but I I don't talk to the community." And he says "community" like in inverted commas. If I can avoid it, uh, but I did notice. Never mind. What what is it? What's the rock? Uh, well, it's got this symbol on it. I draw the rectangle with the leaf quill thing. Okay, he's gonna roll. He's gonna roll an Arcana check. Oh, with a nineteen, he says, "Hmm, yes, I think Blaine has mentioned something to me about a symbol somewhat like that. Uh, I think it's in a forest near here. He said there was a door. I mean, to be honest." he was unable to do anything with it. So the story is kind of useless to me. He had nothing to sell, but that does sound familiar. There was like a, a doorway in a forest, I think maybe east of here. Does that help you at all? Sure. Thank you. You're, um, you're welcome. <laughs> um, 
Oh, no, just another thing. Um, I was wondering. Um, he sort of sighs at you. <sighs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Have you heard of any um, um, orc or uh, goblin activity around here? I hear there's been some disappearances. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, that, that's been happening over the last few weeks. Uh, the inner circle is, is looking into it. I've, I've heard good things. Uh, yes, I, I think the last disappearance was at the O'Reilly homestead. I think that's the last one that happened. It's just sort of down the street that way. And he sort of gestures oh. down the street. Could you mark it for me, sir? Oh, I'm yes. Very... Yes, yes. And he sort of haphazardly points like kind of... Uh, a few hundred feet, basically, east of the street that you're on. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll see you later. Uh, one, one other thing. I just wondered, uh, how is your wall? <sighs> yes, well, I was able to fix the wall quite easily with a mending spell. The wall wasn't the problem. The problem was you just messed everything up there is all my inventory okay all right i'm getting worked up i'm getting worked up okay the wall is fine i'm sorry i threw you out but i was hoping for a speedier resolution uh roll an insight check mm. <laughs> you see him put something in his mouth and starts chewing well, I know, I'm sorry I got worked up. It just, I was hoping for a little bit of a cleaner, a cleaner resolution to that situation. And you get the sense that last time when you actually got this task from him, he was a little bit like superstitious. And you get a sense of that again now. And you're still wondering what it is that he's worried about. You've got um, that magic bag now, haven't you? I was going to say, yeah, can I ask him about... Um Shall I? No, I'm just going to ask again. Um, so I'll just say to him, um, are you scared of the bag? Oh, no, no. The, the bag is a simple trinket. I mean, it's a relatively common arcane item. What would ever th make you think something like that? Oh, nothing. Just looking out for you. Okay, well, I appreciate that, Mr. Bear Dancing Man. Your gold is always good here, but I do have other things to attend to. Could you kindly conclude your business? Magic items, magic items. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You've got one minute. <laughs> Only cool magic items for sale. Well, there's a couple of things that you managed not to knock off my fucking tables. They're over there. <laughs> And you recognize some of the things that were back in the back room that you kept picking up and they kept changing places. And some of those things are now out here. You recognize the sort of like marble jug that looks like it's got water in it. You recognize the sort of uh, uh, various scrolls that, I mean, you don't really recognize scrolls, but there are scrolls. You see potions of healing. You see uh, that ball of many, many iron like bands all wrapped around each other. I pick that up and go, what's this doohickey? The iron bands? Yeah. Ah, well, that's quite a useful item. What you do is you speak the command word and you throw it at a creature. And the creature, if it is sufficiently weak, will be restrained by the bands for a period of time, making it easier to deal with them. Huh? Like Pokeball. Uh, well, kind of. A, a Pokeball actually captures it inside of the ball, whereas this is just like a series of metal ropes. 
Um, I like this crossover universe where Pokemon is a thing. Yeah, I like the idea that the store. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, of course. This is how we get them to battle in the arenas. Don't you know the famous fighting arenas? The store owner says, uh, "Not quite like Pokemon. I mean, that god hasn't been seen on this plane in many a decade." Um, um, well, I'm not particularly wowed by anything here, um, really. Um, I sort of How surprising. I look, I, look, I look towards you guys at the window just to see if any of you are flailing your arms aggressively. Um, but otherwise, <laughs> uh, <laughs> otherwise I'm, I'm, like, no, I'm sure we'll be back. I'm sure we'll be back. So you, you have a good day. Um, and don't worry, I'll, um, I'll, I'll talk to the mason so you can get a good deal uh, for, for the wall. Again, I was able to fix it with a very simple mending spell, but thank you for your concern. <laughs> no, trust me, I will get right on that. <laughs> I really want to you. <laughs> you. You see him sort of make shooing gestures and keeps eating something from behind the counter. I just sort of clump out. Okay, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. You're on the street. What? Nothing. Okay. Um, I give... Use some holy water, and you'll change. You get a holy uh, water. You get a holy water. <laughs> and then I kind of like try to give <laughs> Zenazar all his all his stuff, and it's kind of like, Whoa! And I, like nearly drop it as I pass it over. I just kind of juggle it all together. Cool. Thank you, clumsy bear man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just trying to help. Oh. Your help is much appreciated. Now let us find a brass brazier so I can do my uh, druidic magic. <laughs> a brass brazier? Oh, a brazier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what would you guys like to do? You're on the street. You see some like villagers milling around up and down. Yeah. It's kind of early morning. So, uh, Monty, what did he have to say about the uh, any goblins we need to kill? Um, he said that there was a homestead, uh, a farmstead. Sorry, just a, a couple of a couple of hundred feet down that way. We should go check it out. Are there goblins there? And I'm suddenly like on alert. It was the last place that was raided, apparently. So we'll at least be able to find, uh, you know, out from the victims, or maybe see some signs or tracks. I say we check it out. Go. There may be some goblins in the floorboards. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you wander a few hundred feet down the street, and you come upon a series of homesteads, and you see that. There is, uh, oh, is that what I'm looking for? Is it? No, that's not it. Give me one second. There we go. You see there's one person out in their garden working, sort of tentatively tending to their field. And it looks like they're about to weed their vegetable garden. And you see a couple other houses, but no one else is outside at the moment. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, so I we, we walk over, um, if no one else wants to do anything specifically, and Joseph sort of says, uh, Hello there, uh, can we talk to you for a second? Oh, uh, hello, yes. Oh, oh, are you the ones that uh, we've uh, commissioned to try to find our men for us? Yes, yes. Oh, exactly good. Right. Excellent. How can I help you? My name is Jane. Hi, Jane. I'm Joseph. <laughs> Both of you with a J. What are the chances? <laughs> Nice to, um, nice to meet you. And she seems like uh, overly cheery at the terrible joke. I'm <laughs> um, 
We, uh, to be honest, uh, you know, as, as good hunters as we are, we were hoping we could get some more information. Um, what did you know about these disappearances? Has anyone got any? Do we know it was goblins, or is that just a hunch? Uh, she sort of starts to look much more somber, and she says, ah, "My husband, uh, Jake. Ah, another J name." Uh, <laughs> and then she goes back to being somber. Uh, I run away. <laughs> uh, he was taken uh, last week. Uh, I'm still holding out hope that he hasn't gone that far. I can show you where it, where we saw him be taken, if you like. Uh, yes, please. Yes, okay. any information we could, we could help with this. While this is happening, as for example, where do they think the goblins are? Uh, yeah. you, you asked that? Yeah. Okay, I'll say Monty can ask at the same time as well, just so I can do them all at the same time. Oh, I was about to say, while this is happening, I start snuffling around uh, amongst the sort of uh, hedgerows and vegetable patches. Uh, just for leisure, or...? or? Uh, yeah, with no, with my sort of muzzle and mouth. Like, there's just, I, I'm just trying to find snacks. Okay, it smells in very good condition. Based on, actually, give me a perception check. Do you have any, does Furbolgs have any, like, benefits to their smell sensors or anything? Uh, I don't They're being think so. racial traits. Okay, cool. All right, and she, as you're sniffling around, she leads you up here to this tree, and she says, ah, Jake was trying to chop this down. We felt like it would let more light down into the veggie patch, and she gestures back down to the veggie patch, and she said, Unfortunately, this was about dusk, and uh, I was just in the garden over here by the well, and she points to the well, just getting some water for dinner, and there was this group of, I think they were goblins? They look, I don't really know what goblins are supposed to look like, but they look too small to be orcs, and they just picked him up and took him. They, one on each side of him, and they, they weren't that big, but they took him so easily. I don't know how they did it. Uh, but that's the last time we saw him. I tried to chase him down the street, but by the time I got around the tree, they were gone. Um, 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 Sorry, what? Let's do Zenrai first. Um, I look around to see if there are any footprints we can... Okay, footprints. And Jozo said something? Uh, well, I was just going to say, when was this? Cause, but I think you probably already told me, but I can't remember. Uh, she said it was last, last week. Sorry, last a week. week ago. Okay, cool. And uh, snuffling check, is that in? That is in. Okay, with a 10, uh, and then uh, we'll get to, I think Abe had a question as well. Don't let me forget. Uh, with a 10, you get the sense that the carrots aren't really ready yet, but the cost lettuce is in pretty good condition. Ooh. Take a good bite. Okay, you take a good bite. Yeah, she doesn't seem to <laughs> notice, so it tastes quite good. Okay, okay, I stand very proud of myself. <laughs> uh, sorry, Abe, did you have another question, or did I answer the previous one? Um... No, I was going to uh, do the same thing as Sidariah, actually. Uh, okay, I'll say you can both go and do it together, and one of you can roll a survival check with advantage because you're helping each other. Good. How is he working the coming and stuff? Really? Are good? So my um my survival is plus zero. What's yours, uh, Belada? Sorry. What's your survival? My survival is plus zero. What's oh, I'll do it then. Okay. Oh, wow. So you can click again and see if you roll better. Probably not. Okay, with a 21, you detect what looks like three sets of footprints of a goblinoid-type creature, most likely goblins, with one slightly larger creature with them that you don't recognize the tracks of. 
and they seem to be leading sort of cutting a dead line sort of north of this area, ignoring the path itself and just heading in a direction. But you get a pretty firm fix on the, the trail, as it were. Sweet. Okay, that's cool. So if we go north, we should be fine with both things. We can trail these bastards north. Yes. North, 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 north. <laughs> Sorry. North, north. She north. says, uh, Jane says, so are you going to be able to help us, uh, Jozo, was it? Um, yeah, I missed a bit of that, sorry. Um, so we, we think they're north. Yeah, basically yeah, the survival... Tracks and they're heading north. There are two goblin tracks and one creature that we don't uh, know the tracks of. But they were bigger tracks. A bit bigger, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I recognise these tracks anywhere. Uh, okay. This looks this looks this looks like goblin. I don't even need to do a survival check. Um, yeah, you would recognise them as goblin tracks distinctly, the two smaller ones, but you don't recognise the larger one. Okay. Um, so yeah. That we can't, or like at least she can't see them because she saw them take uh, take the guy away, but she only saw the two goblins. Okay. Well, the bigger track could be the bloke, right? I guess. Yeah. Um, the, the based on the survival check of twenty one, Abe uh, doesn't uh, see human sized tracks, and you come to the conclusion, Abe, that they must have been like holding him by the arms, like above the ground, so there was no footprints from him. Okay. Um, Yes, well, north it is then. Um, where are we? Where's this farmstead? Do we say in, in relation to Orpheus? Orpheus. I will show you. Um, okay, so you guys were here. It's basically right here. That farmstead there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, they took him into Orphea. <laughs> well, you get the sense that it's like <laughs> curving around Orphea. Yeah, yeah. Check <laughs> it. Um, uh, yes. Let's follow the tracks, and that takes us up towards the uh, noxious cops anyway, and kill two birds with one stone. Uh, you remember from your conversation with uh, Blaine that there is actually two very similarly named areas. You've got the noxious thicket here, where Abe is from. This is kind of Abe's home forest, as it were. And you've got yeah. the venomous cops here, which is a newly revealed place to you that only Blaine has been to. So if you're going to go north, you'll probably encounter the noxious thicket. If you go northeast, you'll probably go to the venomous cops. Uh, well, why don't we follow the tracks? Yeah. yeah, I feel like if we get this money first, then we might be in a better stead for our next mm. event. Sorry, yeah. what did you say, Zenari? I, 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 I was just going to say that if we can get to a brass brazier... I can um, do some druidic spells that will help us in our quest. Okay, so you're looking for a brass brazier or you're looking to purchase one? Uh, I'm looking for one to use, not to purchase one. How, how is it described in the spell, just so I can be like accurate about it? Yep. Also, um, welcome back to the midnight shift on the radio station of your choosing. <laughs> Every time I see it, it just makes uh, me laugh. Okay, cool. So it just says um, the reagents uh, must be consumed by fire in a brass brazier. Oh, okay. So that's it? That's it. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I mean, the sort of farming community on the outskirts of Orphea, you get the sense that a brass brazier is a little fancy for them. Maybe on the inner ring, you'll be able to find that sort of thing, warming expensive wine bars and cafes. Um but yeah, it's kind of a weird item. You would usually make them out of cast iron. 
So your memory, oh, sorry, not your memory, your your instincts say you're going to need to go to a, a more fancy location to find one of those. Mm. Very well. What exactly do you need this for, anyway? Um, oh, it's just to create some spells that will help us as we go. Um, but if, 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 if the party would like to continue with the quest, then, then, then it can wait. Well, okay. we always see in the inner circle when we come back from the August thing, if uh, when we get the money, if we, can buy, if we can buy you one in the inner circle. There should be a smithy there that can actually do something about that. Yeah, very well. <laughs> okay, cool. So you guys follow the tracks, is that correct? Yes, please. Okay, cool. So you follow the tracks for, for quite a ways, and you start to get a couple of hours outside of Orphia, and you, Abe, recognize the outskirts of the noxious thicket as your sort of nostalgic uh, place where you, you grew up and you... you yeah, you start to miss uh, the the sort of fellow dragonborn peers that you've never known, really. You've sort of grown up there by yourself, not, not really knowing what your origins are. But you still have fond feelings for the place because it is, uh, you know, it's your, it's your home. So you travel for a little while. And then you come across... <laughs> Okay, cool. So you guys are just walking through uh, the thicket. Dave rejoined you outside the Broken Gauntlet. And I'll say uh, Abe is in the lead because he's the one following the trail. Uh, what's the marching order like for you guys? Who, who wants to be in the front? Who wants to be in the back? Uh, I'd say uh, Joseph's probably out slightly outside of the normal party, just like uh, flanking them as usual, like a bit of a uh, outer ranger ball like he's good at cool all right so i'll say you guys are there what was that i'll go behind Abelardo. cool want to behind abe and zenray yes i'm taking up the rear cool all right <laughs> so you're walking for a little while and abe is starting to to recognize both the trail that he's following and the local environment and feeling pretty comfortable following this this trail of this series of goblinoids and you start to smell something a little bit different on the air. Uh, roll a perception check with advantage, uh, Abe specifically. So I roll two times, right? Yeah, perception. <laughs> okay. With a six, you you can recognize you can recognize it, but you're not really sure where it's coming from. You recognize it as a kind of mushroom that you used to love eating when you were in this area. It always used to grow around like particularly large trees around the bases of them. And it used to be one of your staple foods when you were sort of surviving in this forest, but you're having trouble identifying. What? And I grab some of them. Well, you're not sure where they're coming from at the moment. Uh, you can make an investigation check to look for their location. Oh yeah, 18. Okay, so you're pretty confident that they are coming from here, this tree here. Cool. Do you go investigate? Yes, please. Okay. It's my only snack. It is. Okay, so you guys go over here. And I'll say you move over. Mushrooms like are of uh, neutral caloric value. 
<laughs> okay, now what happens is the, the smell gets really strong as you get closer to this tree. And it's it's got something else in the smell as well. Not just the mushrooms, there's like a spice bin added to it or a herb maybe. And as you get closer to the base of the tree, you realize that the scent is coming from up in the branches. And you look up and you see this weird like sack that has been attached to the trunk of the tree about 30 feet up. And it's been attached by a metal like rod about this long. And it doesn't seem to be in keeping with the rest of the sort of woodland environment. And you think to yourself that that's very strange. Mm. Should I grab the thing that's hanging from the pole, guys? Absolutely not. <laughs> um yeah i mean so joseph having spent his life in the in the forest hunting and tracking orcs and goblins um is obviously on very high alert at the moment because this is basically his this is his wheelhouse okay uh, and he thinks that this is uh quite suspicious even if he maybe hasn't seen it before okay i'll say uh, you guys all have different expertises that would probably be quite relevant here so i'll say uh joseph can roll a survival check with advantage so roll twice Zenerai can roll an arcana check just just regular because arcana is kind of a broad area uh monty you don't recognize this as being something that is within the religious like discipline but you can roll a perception check if you want so 18 survival six arcana <laughs> and nine okay so Joza, you're pretty confident that this is not one of the traps that you are familiar with for snaring someone's leg, making them fall into a pit, making a giant tree trunk come down and slam them in the face. This seems not like one of those because the metal rod, once you look closer, one of the things that makes you confident that this isn't a trap is that the metal rod is not attached to anything. It's just seems to be holding up the sack in midair. So traps okay. don't usually work like that. Um, and you say that, so the bag is hanging from it by string or just sort of hooked over the end or something? Well, the, the sack is sort of braced against the trunk of the tree and this rod is like keeping it where it is okay. by virtue of floating in midair. Um, <laughs> what was that? Sorry. Can I grab my mushrooms now? Uh, you could attempt to climb up and raid it for mushrooms if you would like. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, uh, I, I tell the group that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Close inspection. This doesn't look like a an orc or goblin trap. It's, it's not as crude or or violent. I'm not saying it's safe, but um, it doesn't remind me of that sort of thing. I'm gonna stand back and let you have a go at it, though, if you want. Okay. So Abe's climbing. Is that the idea? Yes, please. Cool. To resolve the other two checks, Monty, you notice that this is a godless land. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you don't notice anything of special significance, but you get the sense that it must have been, it looks to you like it's been placed there rather than organically having formed there. Not super helpful, but you also rolled a nine. Uh, uh, Zenerai with a six, you get the sense that, hmm, floating metal thing, probably magical. Um, tight. Yeah, tight, did you say? Yes. <laughs> Athletics check from Abe, please, for the climb. It's not a particularly difficult climb, so just don't roll terribly. I'll have a plus four. Oh, well. natural 20. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> you scamper up there with the familiarity of a dragonborn urchin who grew up in this thicket, and you manage to 
grab the, uh, uh, sorry, are you attempting to grab the bag or just reach inside of it? It's sort of like cinched at the, at the top with leather, leather cord. And get the mushrooms because I just want the mushrooms. Sorry, you, you want to open the bag and reach in for the mushrooms. I, I was hoping to just like tear it. Oh. So that, that mushrooms, so that I can have the mushrooms without touching the board. Sure, you can basically like slice the side of the bag with your claw. You have claws, don't you? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, you slice the side of the bag and what falls out is a little pouch that you can smell the mushrooms coming from. And you also see a, a letter sort of fall out and you also see a uh, a jug fall out that looks to be made of like a white stone and that is all you see but in order to catch are you trying to catch them or are you gonna let them fall what are you trying to catch uh i'll catch the thing that looks like it's going to break so i guess i'll catch the white thing the jug yeah okay give me a dexterity check see how fast you are while holding onto a tree. <laughs> okay, yeah, 14, it's not super difficult. You go, jug, grabbed it. And then you watch the little pouch of presumably mushrooms and the letter sort of like flutter down and fall down opposite of respectively. And you have that in your hand. The rest of the group sees this little pouch go clunk and then this letter go. Grab my pouch. What What's this letter? Ah. Uh, you open the letter? Sure. Okay. You don't know how to read it because what are your languages again? Uh, I speak celestial, common, elvish, and giant. Yes, you don't recognize it yeah and it's not it's not like a brother or sister language to any of those so it doesn't look familiar and you think what is this gibberish uh, i look really nonplussed at the others and just thrust it out at arm's length <laughs> uh abe i stride over arrogantly okay so let me see okay you have a look and you also are unable to read it but uh and primordial is kind of a little bit similar, so I'll say you recognize it as being draconic, but you just can't read it. Oh, I can speak draconic. Sorry, say that yeah. again. I can, I can speak draconic. <coughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like uh, primordial, infernal. What was the other ones? Draconic and common. Oh, then you can read it. Okay. So, Abe, are you still in the tree at this point, or do you come down? I'm coming down for my mushrooms. Okay, you come down, you pick up the mushrooms. Uh, Zenerai, I'll say it's a pretty quick note. Uh, it's easy for you to read if you take it, considering you stride it over arrogantly. This seems like the logical thing that you would do. Um, it says, uh, if you can read this... Actually, let's, let's do something fun. Uh, everybody who isn't Zenerai, like, turn off their speakers, because they won't be able to read this. Okay. Okay, uh, is everyone... Can't hear me? Okay, sweet. All right, Zenerai, it says, if you can read this, my mission must be taking longer than expected. Please, fellow Dragonborn, if you care about the fate of our people, look for me at the Roost. And the Roost is written in capital letters like it's a special name. Okay, um, so while everyone's muted, um, so Sheila can read Draconic as well, but she's at the tree. So. Well, she just jumped down to pick up the mushrooms, but she's not hurrying to the letter or anything. Okay, grand, got it. Cool. 
You guys are okay. back? Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. All right, so you're on the ground. You've got a pouch of mushrooms that look to have been, whatever the word for jerk, jerkified. They've been made into mushroom jerky. Mm. Nice. Mm. Jer- jerked off, I think, is they. Yeah, they've been they've been jerked off until they've become tastier. Yeah. Uh, can I check what the jug that I have in my hand is? Uh, you can roll an arcana check, yeah. You hear birds twittering in the distance, by the way. It's sort of like a tweet, 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 tweet. Okay, with an 13 of arcana, you get the sense that this is more than a simple jug. Uh, it looks to have water in it from the outside, but when you look in the top, there's no water. So you get the sense that you probably need to spend like a sh- like an hour or so with it, familiarizing yourself, and then you might understand its secrets, but at the moment it's just bizarre. Okay. Mm. Um, the cordless jug. Joseph says, uh, what about the letter? Can you read it? I can. You yeah, can. So I, I, I've read the letter and it says something about a quest that has taken too long and uh, that the reader can meet him at the roost. Can I check that letter? Uh, do you take it from yes, Zenerai? Be my guest. Okay, you <laughs> take it. You you take it. You take it from Zenerai, and it says pretty much exactly what he described. If you can read this, my mission must be taking longer than expected. Please, fellow Dragonborn, if you care about the fate of our people, look for me at the roost. Okay. Do I know what the roost is? Because I have never met another dragonborn. Um, you, it, mm, uh, I'll say roll a history check. Ooh, I think I'm awful at history. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm awful at history. Oh, 15. Ooh. That's pretty good. Uh, you get the sense that it's a place. Um, I, th- I think if you really stretch your mind back, it's like a, it's like a mountain. And it's in somewhere around, but you're not, you don't remember where. You're just like, oh, yeah, that's that mountain I heard of that time, but you can't remember where it is. Okay, fair enough. But cool. you get the sense that if you looked into it, it's a thing that some people might know where it is. I might want to look into that, given that I don't know any other drugs at some point, but we are doing, dealing with goblins, aren't we? Cool. Yes. Goblins, not your ancestors and brethren. But I would like to meet some of them. Uh, you notice uh, as you were climbing down, Abe, that the metal rod is still there, even though the sack has like fallen down. And you notice with your various checks that there's like a little button on the side of the piece of metal, uh, the rod. Um, okay, should I just grab it? Seems like a floating rod would be a good thing to add now that we know that it's someone that has left a long time ago. I got called a floating rod once. <laughs> you got You'll always be a floating rod to me, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. take it. I take the rod then. Should I do another? How, how do you take it? Um, just want to grab it and press the button and see if that is what makes it work. Okay, you grab it, you press the button, and it suddenly like comes out of position, and you can hold it like a normal thing. Cool. Can I keep it? Yeah, I don't. You, there's cool. nothing stopping you so far. Excellent. <laughs> I'm keeping the rod then, guys, in case we need floating rods. You can cool. Put a rod in there. I'll say over the next uh, hour or so, you you, you uh, do you continue following the trail, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, let's okay. get back yeah. and find these box gum. Looking at the jug to see if I get anything out of it. Okay, so the jug is a decanter of endless water. And you could find it now, I think, in the compendium thing. And you you spend a little bit of time looking at the rod as well. And you suddenly realize that the properties of it match the properties of an immovable rod. So the one of endless water is fairly self-explanatory. And as is the immovable rod, you can place it anywhere, press the button, and it'll stay there in space, and it can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. That will be useful, guys. See, my... Sweet. My love for rods. Oh, Abe. What did Abe say? My love for rods came in handy. It's true. <laughs> I, I think that's that's you clear. Zenerai greatly approves of your love for rods. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, very nice. Okay, you guys continue on. Just let me like copy your little icons here so I can keep track of them. Uh, you probably stop to have a little bite to eat during this hour of travel and when you discover the properties of these items you picked up. You're t- it's it's all been pretty leisurely so far. Abe's got a real firm fix on the the trail, and you guys have the benefit of Abe's knowledge of this wood, so you sort of uh, are having a pleasant journey. And uh, sorry, just let me move your icons around for a moment. Okay, cool. And you uh, suddenly the forest stops being so dense and it opens out into a quite a wide uh, valley. But it's not a normal valley. It's got weird sort of like corrugations in it that look a little bit like... Wait for it. Look like this. Very black. Okay. So you're in this open space and it's got like this weird uh, rocky outcropping, then a little ditch, then a big tall stone obelisk, then another ditch, then like a stone table it looks like, then another ditch and then so on and so forth. So that's what you see. Where are we? Uh, Uh, Well, this is your point of view as it were. Ah, okay, I see, yeah. Uh, Abe, the trail leads sort of, the trail leads around the very outskirts of this thing without going too far. It's just sort of just going around the outskirts of this thing. Right. Um, should we check? Because it kind of looks like a cemetery or something like that. I think that's where all my dragonborn ancient people are. Good. Roll a perception, see if we spot anything about it for um, you. Or... I'll say, oh, actually, what, what are you trying to look for, Joza? If there's any traps or anything, or, you okay. know, is this uh, look like you can anything give me interesting? A perception check, Joza. Monty can give me a religion check. Anyone else want to determine anything? I want to um, know cemetery. Oh, you want to physically walk over to it? Go for it. We'll do that in a second. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, these rocks look like hellish. Phalluses. You want to do a mm. phallus check? 
Uh, a hellish phallus check. Uh, that would be... Goodness me, what would a phallus check be? Uh, I'll say... Medicine. Performance. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you guys see your little icons, by the way? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So you can see, like, Dave, Monty, Zenerai, blah, blah, blah. Okay, with the 17, you are definitively confident that these are not the penises of devils. It's a shame. Good to know. But you know it for sure. Um, okay, mm. so what was the other check we did? Perception. Joza, with a 9, you conclude from this distance, it's kind of hard to ch tell whether traps are present or not. You'd kind of mm. have to get closer. Monty did a 23 religion. Holy moly. Okay. You're pretty confident with your background and your like deity that this is a this is a place that is wholly within nature and it looks like these structures placed around the outer ring and as you get closer you can see more of it it looks like these structures are like graves you know graves that are like built up with uh, rocks on top of them rather than buried below yeah and you notice there's like a shape in the center of it that sort of resembles some sort of deer-like creature. And you get the sense that this is a something associated with Shantia, the god of, god of agriculture. Aha! Uh -huh. um, okay. Um, Mind sharing your shrine moment? Yes. Well, no, um, I, 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 I think this, I believe this is the shrine of Shantia, who is uh, my god. Who I uh, who I who I regularly pray to, so I think I may uh, want to go check this out. Uh, Monty, could you um, give us a primer about Shantia, your deity? <laughs> a primer. <laughs> Shantia is uh, the, the 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 god of agriculture, so um, kind of all about um, you know keeping the, the land fertile and and, and, and things growing, uh, and 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 you don't want to piss her off. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Uh, maybe, maybe we should go check it out. Mm. Um, how long is this going to take? Because uh, I really want to murder some goblins. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess and investigate as we go. I'm going to go look at this altar. Where did the trail go again? It went round it, didn't it? Uh, it basically went, uh, if you can see my mouse, it went like around this outer ring without without kind of going further in. Okay. Um, yeah, well, so if, uh, so just says, uh, if you guys want to take a closer look, I'll, uh, I'll follow this track up to the edge of this area and then uh, keep an eye out from there rather than maybe walking into a trap. <clears throat> Okay. okay. Yeah. So Joza is going to go sort of around the outside to roughly like here where the track continues. Is that the idea? Yeah, like here. Okay, yeah. so there? Yeah, sure. Cool. Can and we, Zen, sorry? Can we, um, I mean, is, is there a height difference here or are we all flat? Uh, no, yeah. Each, it's corrugated and it's about a, it's not much. It's like a five, okay. five foot drop between the two elevations. So we wouldn't be able to tell that the inner, um, uh, corrugation is in the shape of anything. No, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, Monty knows because it's a Monty it's knows. it's something that is like familiar. And I'd say, you guys are seasoned adventurers. You can start to put together like looking 
from the height that you're at that it's probably the shape of something like that. But obviously you don't have the benefit of a perfect bird's eye view. Gotcha. Um, well, I, I, I approach as Monty, the central tablet. Okay. Uh, is there anyone else that wants to do anything, Abe? Uh, uh, yep, yeah, I wanted to check this out as well. Okay. All right. And Dave, I assume, goes with Joza? Uh, yeah, maybe uh, let her slink about a little bit further north. Okay, sort of like uh, up here. Yeah. Okay, cool. So as you get closer to this stone rectangle, you notice that the sides of it are engraved with flowers, trees, grass, stones, lots of things that resemble the natural environment. But there's nothing on top that is engraved. And you notice that the stones that surround uh, the altar uh, each have a similar symbol on them. Like one has a, a tree, one has a stone, one looks like a river, and uh, the last one looks like a flower. Hmm. Agriculture. Okay, I am going to take out of my pack um, a large white feather um, that I have with me. What, do you do you have it? Like, is it a feather of a specific thing? It's a starting item that I have. Oh, nice! Like one of your trinkets or whatever. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a single white feather. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm gonna go up and put it on the altar, like lay, <coughs> lay it in the center. Okay. Um, okay. As you do that, you notice like the grass north of the altar, roughly here, starts to like peel back a little bit. And what you see is an enormous uh, uh, elk. Yeah. Can you guys see that icon? Oh, oh! Really elky adventure, isn't it? <laughs> can, can you kill it? <laughs> can you can you see it? Yes. Okay, cool. And it starts slowly walking towards you. Except this one looks a little bit more bright than the one you saw uh, in the magic guy's shop. I tried to upload. Um, and, and ask her, um, Avalada, and say, can you tell it that we want to kill it? <laughs> I don't want to tell it that, I, that you want to kill it. I can talk to it, though. Um, yes, that too. <laughs> right, um, so I'll cast to speak with animals, unless he has a special connection with the elk. No, meanwhile, I am, like, knelt by the altar, just, like, with my he head in my hands, just kind of sobbing and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, let's, let's, let's see what the elk does. It was about to uh, shit. As it gets closer, uh, Monty, you notice that there's something in its mouth. And as it walks up to Monty specifically, uh, uh, are you holding off on casting your spell, Abe, for the moment and seeing what happens? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And what uh, it drops at Monty's feet is like a. It's like a. It looks like a pendant but it's been woven from sticks and vines and pieces of wicker. And it looks like a rudimentary, like religious symbol. And Monty, you recognize it as the symbol of Shanti. And you hear this voice in your head and everybody turn off their speakers so that just, oh, so that just Monty can hear. Okay. Uh, is everyone good? Okay, cool. Um, what it says is, you already know I don't blame you, 
but your people will be harder to win over. Return this keepsake to its rightful owner, and they'll point you towards the right path. And then you see the giant elk sort of starts to walk away. Did you catch all of that? Who's the owner? Well, the, the elk doesn't specify, but you, you have this keepsake. Cool. All right, I'll gesture for everyone to come back. Cool, yep, all good. Someone's got like an echo. Oh, it's gone away now. Cool. Awesome. So that happens and you watch the giant elk sort of slowly stroll away and it sort of like walks back down into the ground itself and then the grass like peels back over to like seal it up again. Bear man, what is going on? Make actually... Um, this is the amulet of Sean T. Um, so I've got to give it to someone. Yeah, 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 for sure. Isn't that a type of French cream? <laughs> That's Sean T. What is cream? <laughs> uh, no, apparently, um, I, I can give this amulet to someone, and they'll help help us out in the future. That sounds useful. Um, anyway, I'm too far away to talk, so I'm just watching this. And why you... did why did the elk give this to you? I'm suspicious. Well, I've been following this religion for a very long time. I, I, I'm a devout, devout believer in Shanti, and I'll, I'll, yeah. Then why were you crying? Well, we have rich pasts. Our past is a tapestry, and, and it's it's why very were emotional. You rubbing your head it's, crying? it's very emotional to speak with my dog. And why didn't you look at it? I did look at it. I got a thing from it. I, I, yes. got a, I, I cast commands on Monty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, show me the text just so we can see what kind of check needs to be made. Yeah. <coughs> um. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay. So, firstly, what is your one word command? Confess. Okay. So, you need to make a wisdom saving throw, Monty. <laughs> okay. What's your DC, Zenere? Um. Uh, I don't know what these, what so it says attack save wisdom 13. 13? Okay, so you got to do a wisdom saving throw and beat 13. Uh, uh, and my, yeah. Okay, I see. Here we go. <laughs> oh, wow. Natural <laughs> one. Uh, typical commands. Okay, cool. So you feel this compulsion to explain your actions magically take over you. I, I, my God told me that she doesn't blame me. She doesn't blame me for what I did. And, and, and but, 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 but my tribe's people, my tribe's people might be harder to convince that I didn't do something wrong. Okay. So you, you should keep your uh, weird pendant and yeah, show it yeah, to yeah. them. Exactly. I think like, if I show this to my people, it might be okay. Uh, so I say to, um, I say to Monty, um, you needn't have kept that from us, small bear man. We all have paths we are not uh, proud of. I don't. I don't want mine to affect you guys. I just. I just. I just carry on how I'm doing. It's the best for everyone. And uh, when I say you... silence, you are accepted. <laughs> when, when you finish this sentence, it takes about six seconds, and then you feel the spell wear off you. Okay. What happened? 
and I just take the feather back into my bag. <laughs> cool. Going for the goblins then. Cool. Do you guys keep going? Yeah. Um, Joseph says, uh, "If I got it done here, got some <laughs> blood to spill." Let's go. What was that? Let's go kill some goblins. And I feel somewhat lighter, but at least my god doesn't blame me. That's oh, good something. to know. One, two, three. Okay, cool. All right, so. Okay, you follow this trail for another couple of hours, and you you get the sense, Abe, that their steps are getting faster now. Something to do with the distance between the tracks. Like they're rushing. And you come upon another clearing. Also, is it just the two goblins, or is it also that other weird one that we couldn't recognize? Yeah, it's been the same footprints the whole time. The two goblinoid footprints and this one larger set of prints. Fair. And you come upon this fairly large, like, encampment with a series of ditches uh, surrounding it, palisade wooden walls, even like gates uh, fashioned from wooden logs at various intervals. And you realize that the tracks lead down into this encampment. From your uh, vantage point, you can see one or two goblins sort of like milling around, tending a campfire, that sort of thing. Um, but you can't see much over the walls themselves. Okay. Um, Joseph, what do you know about goblins? Do they live all together and can attack us in a horde? Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, uh, correct me if this is uh, canonically wrong, but I'll say uh, where I'm from, they, they come in raiding parties, um, you know, between packs of five to a hundred. Um, they usually live in rudimentary uh, cave dwellings or, or, uh, or kind of... Uh, Places like that, it's rare that they will build massive fortresses, but uh, every now and then they will establish in an area long enough to uh, to set up a, a camp of sorts. This might be that, but I'd need a closer look. You want cool. to take a closer look, given that you're the ranger? Because I'm kind of big and they would probably see me coming. Yeah, uh, where are we? Did you say we're from the south? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're literally... Uh, maybe I'll just place you guys on the map. Hold on. <laughs> um, this is, I'll have to like shrink the scale because the scales of the map change so I'll just have to make this a bit smaller uh, you guys are further back than this but I'll I'll put you here just for the actually mm, uh, you came from the south but yeah um, just you'll just have to use your imaginations because this map doesn't have much more like uh, space so you're in the... Oh, where's Dave? There he is. There she is, I should say. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so you guys are there, but in reality you're about 90 feet further south than that, at the edge of the forest where it becomes the clearing. Okay. Um, I could sneak up and take a closer look. What do you think? Should we, can I use a perception check to see whether I see any uh, watchtowers or anything that might make that harder? Yeah, yeah, perception it up. It smells kind of bad every now and then, by the way. You get like a whiff of a bad smell. 
Oh, wow. Okay, with a 23, you see a bunch more stuff. You notice there is a gatehouse here. You notice there's another like gatehouse. Is that what you were asking about? Gatehouses or watchtowers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Something that would make me sneaking up uh, more difficult. Yeah, so basically on either side of each gate is two towers. You also notice there's a, uh, a, uh, a pit uh, just about here. And it looks like a place where they might keep animals or something like that. Uh, you see another gatehouse with two towers over here. And you see another one over here. That was strange. Sorry, Mark. Um, has um, my computer might died, but do carry on. <laughs> no worries. Okay. Um, so we're a bit further south. Uh, it looks extremely well defended. <laughs> uh, there obviously isn't like a, there isn't an obvious uh, route in. Um, and if those guard towers are manned, then we're going to have a problem. Uh, has anyone got any like spells or anything that could? Um, other than just me using a stealth check, has anyone got anything that could hide someone's approach or hide all of our approaches, if that's what we want to do? Um, I can disguise self. Um, so I can make my clothing, armor, or weapons look different, but I can't change my physical body type, other than being a little shorter or taller. Um, so I couldn't exactly make anyone a goblin, but maybe if they've got a certain type of armor or sigil or marking or something, maybe I could... Uh, Give us that. Um, so I have one spell slot left, which I can use to cast darkness, which creates a magic, magical darkness that um, no one can see through, basically. Okay. okay. Um, uh, with a 23, can I see um, whether there's anyone in the watchtowers? Uh, yeah, you can. They are manned by like one or two okay um manned or goblin sorry goblin by one or two okay so um uh, what i would suggest is that um i could cast um darkness on myself and stealth my way in cool um to what end and um, to do some reconnaissance Okay. Perhaps, um, perhaps Joseph and I could do it together. Maybe there'll be like things aren't usually dark in a big ball around here, and they might yeah. they wait. might get all excited. Or maybe we can wait until it's a bit darker, but they won't be able to tell the difference between normal darkness and just magical darkness. So we could yeah. wait till nighttime, or we could create a distraction, or we could do both. We could wait till nighttime. You guys create a distraction, and then. Um, Joseph and I stealth in. Mm. I like the idea of wait till wait till dark. Yeah, me too. And also, then we can um, basically just keep keep watching them, see if we pick up like a, a a pattern of guards or anything like that that we can abuse. Yeah, patrol pattern. Yeah. Is it yeah. so? All, is the ground all around this all sort of low level? There's no like vantage point from a different. We could see into the camp a bit better or something. Um. <sighs> Try and climb a tree and see if I can yeah. get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, I'll say climbing a tree is not too difficult. Uh, make a perception check. Who? Uh, Abe. 
Ooh, 15. Uh, I'll say you notice a little bit more. Uh, you notice that there's another pit over here. And what you notice from your vantage point is that there are people in there in addition to like animals and pigs and things. Can you see those? Oh. Can you see those icons? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I found the missing people. Okay, let's go back and claim our money. <laughs> uh, and you notice uh, another one there. Do you notice any more? No, I think that's all you see. Um, and you, yeah, from that vantage point, you see that and you see a little bit more. You see that there's all these different like encampments sort of beside the, the pits. Okay, how about oh. at night when you have your magical darkness, you can sneak around and get that those people that are there trapped and in case you need backup or a distraction, mm -hmm. uh, we can stay out and draw some of them out if necessary. Mm. Um, well, I suggest first we wait for night and then scout the area more. Um, yep. And then I can use darkness as a, uh, if we get, just, if we if someone's about to see us, I can use it and it will yeah, help good. us blend in or escape. Okay, so you guys are waiting until nightfall. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see because all we can see so far is slave pits. Where is the command structure? Uh, I'll say with your various perception checks, you notice that, I mean, if you put together all the different inf information that all of you guys have noticed, you notice it's kind of like here. Mm. Okay, that'll be it. Have we noticed more or less if how many goblins there are around? Or yeah, how busy does it look? You see some... Uh, the only ones that seem to be out in the open are around the central structure. Okay. And obviously, and sorry, obviously in the guard towers themselves. Um, so obviously Josa is like, uh, getting like, although he's obviously a very calm character generally, or relatively calm. Uh, he has a, uh, insatiable bloodlust for goblins and orcs. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just knowing that there are some nearby is, uh, He's not, he's not like anxious, but kind of uh, bristling with anticipation, I guess is probably the way to describe it. Uh, so he's very keen to uh, get in there and start murdering. Um, even though he's a fairly stealthy guy, uh, he's also has an uncontrollable uh, passion for murder. Uh, so, um, yes, he kind of, he accepts that maybe waiting for Nightfall is the, the best way to not all get killed. Um, but he really wants to kill some stuff. Okay, cool. So hopefully kill some goblins in the night as we go okay. kill as many as we possibly can yeah if okay. we wait kill more of them okay yeah so this is kind of like you're thinking about this like wait kill more okay yes yeah we'll come more later, kill more later. <laughs> okay cool so you guys wait until nightfall night falls what do you do now should we stealthily, well, first of all, should we try to go around uh, that east entrance? That is I would suggest we, we, we create a distraction. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there'll be too many inside for us to actually take on. Ideally, we want to be able to get the people out of there before things kick off. And we can kill as many as we can while we're doing that? So oh, sure. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah, yeah, we'll kill as many as we can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Um, yeah. So why don't we... 
why do we split into two teams? So um, uh, Abelardo and Monty, um, as you were kind of the tank and healer, why don't you go to the east and create a distraction? And Jose and I will stealth our way in. Um, from the side. Uh, I, I feel like we should uh, stay within shouting distance of each other. Um, everybody, uh, at this point, you start to hear noises. So everybody make a perception check with advantage because you've literally been studying the routines of this place for five hours. So everybody roll okay. perception twice. Perception two. There you go. <laughs> Bad. Nat 20? Yeah. Okay, I'll take the nat 20, please. Okay, so we've got a 20, an 18, or a Monty. Okay, so. A 24. Uh, sorry, no, a 24. Uh, you all notice that every. Uh, Sorry, every now and then throughout this little encampment, you notice uh, these these wagons, these red, uh, 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 I mean, there are various kinds, but they're little wagons. And you hear noises of them being like unfastened and unhitched. And you hear noises and grunting of sort of, <clears throat> and then human noises of these humans looking like they are being sort of shuffled onto these wagons. You see a couple more of them down here. You see another one there. You see another couple over there. So basically, you, you, you can gather, based on the few torches that have been lit and watching them move around, that they're moving the humans from the pits onto these wagons, or they're at least in the process of doing that. Okay, so maybe we can grab them when they're on the road? Because that looks like they're going to take them somewhere. Yeah, maybe. And we can ambush them. Wait for one of the pits to come out. But the point, there's so many humans in there that, I mean, we can't I, I'm, wait for all of them to come out, can we? I think we must stealth into the compound. Well, what about what about we wait for one of the wagons to come out? Um, and then, I don't know, somehow dress up as goblins and wagon back in. And then break out from inside like the horse of Troy. <laughs> I like this plan. wagon, given that I'm six six. Yes. Well, yeah, we're I don't know. Seven foot as well. We can walk on our knees. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, our, well, so there's three wagon, three pits that we can see. Was that a fourth one in the north as well? Um, I mean, the only way we can save all these humans is to uh, is to kill all the orcs and goblins. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that the, the the character bent on bloodlust has come to the conclusion that the only way we can deal with this is to really kill everyone. <laughs> to um, to uh, murder them all really really violently. I mean, the most um, strategic solution. Yes, it's, uh, it's a cost-benefit uh, analysis. But maybe, um, yeah, maybe if we attack the command center, we can create a bit of chaos. So sneak to the command center and um, sort of take out the, cut the head off the snake. Yeah, that should, from what I know, goblins are not radiant from what you've said. So if mm. we cut off the head, they might disperse. So let's begin sneaking into the compound, set an ambush, 
and then we can enter the command center. Yeah, sounds good to me. I feel like goblins are very dumb. I feel like just they'll think it's a darker night if we all huddle together within a cloud of yeah. dark. Um, well, uh, haven't you, um, Zenoi, haven't you got like uh, throwing your voice and shit like that and the booming voice and stuff? Uh, I've got thermaturgy. So, yeah, couldn't you use that to um, cause a distraction on the north? What's the range on that? Um, so the range on that is 30 feet. Okay. Something like that, I think they'll know that something's wrong, whereas if they just think that it's dark tonight, they might not be alert. Yeah, okay. I think I think we start sneaking. Um, I mean, darkness only... Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's start sneaking. Okay. Okay, what, so just straight through one of the gates? The entryways. Yep. Or can we try and we can try and hop over one of the walls, right? There's way fewer guards there. Yeah, the walls are about seven feet high. You could probably climb over them with a decent climbing check. Yeah, uh, we've got some rope and shit as well. As long as we're quite sneaky. Okay, so so you could use use the darkness to cross the um, cross the uh, what's it called the ditch, and then um, get over the wall. And then once we're inside, it's just like using stealth. Okay, is anyone... I'll save darkness until we need it. Is anyone human? No. Nope. Okay, does anyone not have dark vision is my question. Um, I, do I not... have dark vision. I do not have dark vision. Monty, I don't think I do. Okay, cool. So, basically... So, what I'm saying is that uh, Fraser's character will have to be in the front if you guys want to have the best chance of, like, seeing. And uh, what about Abe? Can Abe see in the dark? I don't know where to find it, so I have no idea. Uh, it's like bottom left, maybe. Proficiencies. Uh, I think it's under. It's a it's a racial trait, so it'd be under racial stuff. Okay, let's check. Sorry, features and traits. I don't think we do. No, I don't think I do. Okay. Uh, unless we find out otherwise. Okay, so you guys have to sort of follow uh, Zenorai in order to avoid things. I mean, you've got, like, the normal amount of dark vision that we all get when it gets night and our eyes adjust, but you can't see, like, perfectly. Cool. So which wall are you trying to assail? Ping on the map where you're trying to go. Uh, like there? That wall? What do you reckon? Yeah, that's um, shortest distance yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's, yeah, there's guard towers everywhere, isn't there? Um, well, yeah, like like here. Uh, then we can sort of head in this way. Up there? Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll say, everybody, if you're going to be doing this, let's make a... Everybody make a... Hmm, what kind of check would this be? Everybody make a stealth check with advantage. I mean, it's dark. So yeah, everybody stealth check twice. If if I have a disadvantage next to my stat, what does that mean? Click on it and find out what it's there for. Yeah, I can't do. Um, oh, it's uh, due to wearing scale mail. Are you wearing scale mail? I am. Okay, then yeah, then you have to roll stealth. So it's a regular roll for you. Okay. Well, mine I got, as well. I got mine. Yeah, mine as well because I also have disadvantage because I have an armor. Oh, okay. So oh, no, but that's uh, no, not for Abe's one is with advantage because your armor is adamantine or whatever. It's like special armor. Oh, okay. Oh, it just okay. has the D as well. Yeah, it, it has that, but I don't really like the way the game does that, so I've changed it. 
Okay, so awesome. we've got a, a 16, a 17, a 21, and a, a Monty. Okay, so 12. Okay. So that's pretty good. That, as a group success, like, basically, Monty is under the close supervision of everybody else as he kind of stumbles about in a gangly, incompetent manner. And you manage, <laughs> you manage to avoid him stepping on most of the loud twigs. Now that you're at the wall, everybody's got to try an athletics check to get over this wall. Okay. Oh, God. It's not a it's not a particularly difficult check. Oh. Yeah. Goodness gracious me. Okay. Um so what happens is Range. Uh Joza just backflips over it. Um where is he? He's just there. He lands lands on the other side. And what you see is kind of this. In oh actually, you only probably see that because your dark vision's not great. Dave manages to hop over because he's a panther. She's a panther. Thank and you. Uh, who else did a decent job? Abelardo. Abelardo climbs up with just practiced ease. And then Monty and Zenerai scramble upwards before immediately falling back down on the other side and making a loud sort of like thudding noise. And you hear a couple of the goblins in the watchtower and at the sort of wagon nearby go... And then you hear some like footsteps starting to like move in that direction. What do you guys do? Um, so we book it round to the entrance to so get away from where the noise was. This way? Yeah. Okay. So you guys... Well, where was the noise from? Well, you heard the noise from roughly this area. Yeah. So, um, uh, there, so they're going like this way, right? So out, out of the entrance to kind of come and inspect it, do you think? Well, we don't know, do we? Um, right. So... Uh, yeah. I want to say, um, uh, Joseph's like to Abelardo. It's like, okay, it's you and me. We can take out these guys. Otherwise, the other, those, the other two are going to get caught on the wrong side of the wall. Zenorai, maybe we can enter through Cloud of Darkness through the main gates. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, I'll show you what this looks like just so that you can get a clearer idea. Uh, where am I? Okay, so what you see is that these two humans are starting to be moved up towards these, uh, this wagon up here. And you also see that two uh, goblins have like gone out here to investigate the situation. And they're going to do a perception check to see if they know which direction they should go look in. And uh, just let me open up their stats quickly. Oh, that's not right. I wonder what their perception's like. Okay, not great. <laughs> okay, with a six, they think that the best course of action is to... It's tense, though. So you see them, they're basically going to head towards the gate. Uh, what do you guys do? Um, how about, given that I am quite tall, I can try and help them up? Yeah, I've got rope as well, so we could throw rope over. Yeah. yeah, why don't we try and climb over if they're going... Okay. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're going the wrong way, aren't they? So. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so I, uh, I, should I give my rope to Abelardo? Because I'm guessing he'll be able to pull them over, whereas I wouldn't. Sure, yeah. Well, what have I got here? Um, yeah, that's what I can use. I think I also have the rope, if not. Okay, so make okay. athletics checks, guys, uh, Monty and Zenerai with advantage, because you have a rope now. 
Uh, should I also do one? Uh, no, you're on the other side. Oh, you're just holding the rope. That, that, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so I'll say 11 and a 12. Yeah, Monty just barely manages to climb over the end of this. Like, It's not actually that much taller than he is, but he has a real trouble getting his bulk over the top of this wall. And you guys sort of collapse on the other side. Um, cool. So you're there and you see uh, Zenorai can clearly see the backs of these goblins sort of like heading outside the gatehouse, but they're pausing here to do like a little look around, but you get the sense they probably won't stay there very long. Okay. Um, so I'm going to stealth um, up this way. Which way? How did you? Just hold down the left click button. There you go. Yeah, okay, I'm you can go that way. This way. All right, you're going to go up this way. So are those little circles, are those like huts? Yeah, the little circles are huts. Okay, if you're going to... Okay. Is anyone following Zenorai? Let's get everyone's actions like in one group before we see what happens. I mean, I, yeah. All the humans, yeah. yeah You're what, sorry? Enough. Yeah, I think. Okay. So, so but those, those humans getting taken north, there were goblins with them, aren't there? Well, you get the sense that the two that went to investigate were probably the two that were escorting those two humans. <clears throat> okay. So they've like left their slaves there to go investigate the sound. Okay, um, so should we, should we, we're trying to be as sneaky as possible, obviously, so we don't raise alarm. Um, and uh, yeah, so what's the end game? We want to get into the command center, don't we? And, um, uh, and massacre some goblins and orcs. Goblins, just goblins. Um, we let the humans One other yeah. suggestion is that you guys could engage the goblins that are outside, and then I can darkness round get in and have a look at what's inside i think that might be a good mm. idea so we go and take the two from behind um, how, how about this um because i know you said the whole like you don't want to uh raise the alarm uh what about like sending a flaming arrow over to like the, the far side of the camp or something setting a little fire in the watchtower because then it might i don't know yeah that's a good idea drag a few north or do we continue with stealth mission i guess you can keep keep doing both well, we're going to need to stealth a bit closer anyway, because it's too far away for us to get there in one turn. Yeah, okay. Um, I can go for the goblins. If it's only two, I should be okay. I mean, there's, there's, there's three of them. In no, the middle? Down here, there's yeah. only two. Yeah. Oh, there's there's three up here, so yeah. And, and, and of course, Joza, you are extremely bloodthirsty for goblins. Well... I mean, if they're there, it's part of the, it, you know, on the way. Uh, Zenorai starts to see that these two goblins are starting to head back inside the compound. What do you guys do? Okay, let's move north. Let's move yeah, north let's... and engage. So, so you're moving to the command center? Is that the idea? How does... Yeah, uh, we're ask... the command center and we're going to engage them in combat. How does... Um, is there like a sneak attack? Uh, for a rogue, there is. But basically, if you attack from a position of being hidden, you get advantage. So that's that's good. Okay. Um, but you walk past, as you walk past these humans, the men say, who are you? Are you, are you here to help us? Who sent you? Um, <laughs> no, so uh, kind of runs up and says, uh, can you fight? Can you help us here? We're trying to make a, break everyone out. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Do you have like a club or something? Uh, has anyone got any spare swords or anything? Uh, um, I do. Uh, yeah. 
So, I mean, I've got, I've got some spare daggers and a sickle. I don't have anything. Yeah, give them to that. Give them one each. All right, I'll give one guy a dagger and one guy a sickle. Okay, cool. No. They say, oh, cool, thank you. And they start to, like, cut their ropes off and say, all right, where? Where are we going? Uh, the idea is to, we're going to hit the command center, knock them out in one fell swoop, and then we can let your friends go. Okay. And then, that, but wait, wait, hold on. Do you know how many of them there are in here? How many? Like 20, 30, many. Hmm. Okay. Um, new plan. Let's free other humans instead. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you guys, you guys scout out and free the other humans? I'll cast darkness on myself and scout out the command center to see what's going on. Um, before they raise the alarm, how about take, me and yeah. someone else? We all go and take those. Two Let's just down take there. these two out. Let's take these two out because then at least, if at least if we take them out, we can shoot the humans out through the south entrance. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Um, are, are there, do we know, are, are there goblins in the watchtowers? Or do we think these guys are in the, uh, in the one to the south? Yeah. You you can't really tell. The only one that would be able to see is an array. Oh, because the dark vision, yeah. Uh, um, and you also notice at this moment, you see the goblins coming back inside the compound saying, <coughs> and they start like rushing towards you. All right, him. Uh, yeah, ping him. Okay, so, um, are we, well, so are we stealth? Or are they just like... Basically, you you guys were... You were stealth until you stopped to talk to these guys. And then because they uh, yeah. the goblins have dark standing vision. Around. The goblins have uh, dark vision and you were just sort of standing in the middle of the field. Uh, yeah, they, they just saw you. Uh, but also they rolled a 16. Yeah. So they would have seen at least one of you anyway. Uh, so what is the... Everybody roll initiative. Is... um. Yes. Is initiative an ability check? Uh, yeah, it's technically a dexterity check. Um, okay, I can re-roll if I roll a one. Oh, because cool. oh, you're a halfling. You, my, can, you yeah. can roll a one for... Uh, you can re-roll a one anytime, yeah. Uh, I think for an ability yeah. check or an attack or whatever. Yeah. Cool, so everybody just yeah. type it in. It needs Dave and Joe's uh, initiative oh. still. Uh, you can roll for... Do you roll for Dave? No, Dave goes on your turn. So you can just give him the same initiative yep. as, you, as you. Okay. I can't um, change that. Oh, oh Dave's one? Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, so he rolled 11 as well. Cool. All right. So first up is Abe. How does Abe respond? How does Abe respond? <laughs> Abe is on her way. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> This matters. You can get in gear. We need to, whatever happening, we need to basically like stop them raising the alarm, don't we? Yeah. So smash them quickly. Yeah, quick, quick information. So. Um, so. You probably want to zoom in as much as your map will go. Well, about probably like 200% to get a good look. So I would attack the one on the west. Um, right. Well, I'm near enough, so I'll just try and move here so that I can attack one. Uh, sorry, you're moving... You can move your character wherever you would like to be. Oh, down here? Oh, yeah. Nice. Okay. You're going to attack the one on the east, right? Roll on attack roll for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see... 
Let's try my Warhammer. Ooh, 19. Warhammer straight to the goblin face. Uh, you absolutely see a couple of goblin teeth come out, and it looks nice. like it looks bloody as hell already. Even though you only did three damage, it's like these things don't look particularly hardy. Uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, no, I'll just stay there. You see it go, ah, and it starts to like hiss at you. Next up is Zenrai's turn. Um, so I'm going to blast um, the same one that Abelardo attacked with um, Eldritch Blast. Okay, uh, roll a ranged spell attack. Uh, uh, how do I do that? Cast in VTT. That sounds right. Boom. Oh, wow. That definitely hits. And which one are you aiming for? Uh, the one Abelardo hits. So the one yeah. Used. You basically, the bolt of energy goes straight through its torso and it just collapses on the ground. It is gone. Uh, I am going to... Cool. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, I start moving to the north. Uh, just, just to here, crouching behind it. Okay. Uh, did you move your icon already? Uh, no, I can't find my. Oh, sorry, it's hidden dark. underneath like stuff. There you go. So yeah, I just like to there. Uh, awesome. Okay. Uh, next up, sorry, I had to roll for the the little people. I forgot about them. Uh, so that was Abe. That was the goblin. Uh, so now it's the goblin's turn, I think. Because we just had Zenrai. Sorry, it like reordered itself. Okay, so this goblin is going to try to strike Abe, the one that like killed presumably its friend. And it is going to try to scimitar you. But with a 10, it just clinks off of your armor and it starts to look around for its options and looks over towards the command center and hisses at you again. Uh, next up is Dave and Joza. Um... So can I just check one thing? Um, Hunter's Mark. Yeah. Uh, if I display in VTT, is that that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, how if I use this on this goblin now, um, mm -hmm. uh, if the target drops to zero um, before the spell ends, which is an hour, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn. Can that be a subsequent turn in a subsequent combat? Uh, no, it's in it's in the same like combat because that's okay. the only that's the only time you're in turns. Because if you have a combat, then it ends, then you wait a while, then you go into another combat, like, l so much more time has passed. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, the type of spell that is, um, can I cast that whenever I want, or is that like a, a spell slot or something? It's a first level spell slot, but you can cast it as a bonus action, so you can do it on your turn in addition to an action. Uh, but how many times can I use that? Uh, it would depend on how many first level spell slots you have. So if you go to the spells tab of your character sheet, it'll tell you how many slots you have. Rangers, I think, have like two or three, maybe, or something like that. Uh, three, yeah. Three. So you could cast okay. this three times. Okay, well, yeah, I won't, won't use it now then. Um, I will just, um, uh, yeah, my horrible memories um, come... Uh, flashing before me and I uh, draw my short bow uh, slowly but surely and um, try to fire an arrow uh, into his spine. Okay, go for it. Roll the uh, attack for the bow. Um, 
So this one. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so you just managed to shoot the arrow where his leather armor joins his like collarbone, and you see it go, <laughs> and he falls on the ground. You guys Sweet. managed to evade uh, alerting the troops. You assume, but you get the sense you're in a precarious position. What do you do now? Well done, guys. Well done, guys. I was gonna help. High fives all around. <laughs> what did you roll in your initiative, Monty? We didn't even get to you. What? Eight. <laughs> nice, nice. Cool. So what do you guys do? Um, can I check if they dropped any weapons? Sure, yeah. Use? They dropped a scimitar and a short bow. They were each carrying one of those, so there's two of those. Can I grab them then? Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, Joe says, like, uh, yeah, hunt begins, but let's move on. There must be more. <laughs> cool. Um, what so why don't you guys get the humans to the east and I'm going to stealth and check out the command center. Uh, for, to what end? Again, what to what end? What? There's like loads of goblins there. I don't think you'd be able to, if you your stealth doesn't work. I feel like we've gotten two out. If we work from the periphery outwards, that means we should only be killing like two guards or three guards or whatever. Yeah, they seem pretty weak, don't they? Um, I, I feel like we should get these humans back on the road. Rather than tagging around with us, yeah. You think so? Yeah, if we, if we arm them up, we can cause a little rebellion. And uh, if we take the weapons from each goblin and arm yeah. the humans, so, yeah, we've got another scimitar and a bow. So we can give yeah, them exactly. Yeah. Um. So we should ask them if they know where the rest of the humans are or what they're doing, just to have an idea. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they're <laughs> in, like, slave pits and they're getting funneled off somewhere. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But so we... Uh, invisible thing was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so next, we know where the next two pits are. There's one yeah. north, one east. Yeah. Um, so I guess east is probably the quickest from here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it the area in between might be like barracks or something. Um, yeah, we should go around these, maybe because those aren't those pits. Those are like. Or we yeah, should check if we can do a um, perception path. check to find. There's a path like this it's area tough, around yeah. here, that way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean those guy goblins just went down like a sack of shit, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty easy. I mean, yeah, if, we, don't, we don't want, like, tens of them on us, but we, if we find them in little packs, we'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Ah, oh, good. Feels good to be killing. <laughs> really enjoy it. I like that you're, you're, you're even you're advising Xenoride not to go to the centre and start a dramatic <laughs> Sorry. Well. So, even, even with... Um, Joseph's bloodlust blood is still like. <laughs> well, because also, yeah, I mean, uh, I, uh, I do want to get some gold and save these people, and we are, we are like walking into a huge base. Yeah, die. <laughs> That's the main thing. Exactly, but this is this is how Joseph hunts like goblins and shit when he's in the in the forest. He like set set, set traps and like mislead people and yeah, pick them off one by one. Sick. But he just really enjoys it. Um, I think we're going to keep uh, moving like this. Um, 
Well, so I think we need to <laughs> we definitely should have come up with this plan before entering. <laughs> but uh, I think the, ne the next step would be uh, try and stealth through sort of this area over to here. So directly and, to the um, right. Yeah, and are we, so we've picked up those weapons from the previous um, goblins. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yep. also very quickly, let's, um, let's drag those dead goblins and um, chuck them in like a shadowy corner like here or something. Enough. Okay. I, I think I'm right by them, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Two strong okay. people, grab them, and we'll drag them just and chuck them out of the passive line of sight for patrol or something. Okay, so roughly like uh, here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like yeah, behind some barrels or something. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, you do that. Now, which direction do you go? Um, I, we don't actually know what's over here, but I think we want to try and... Okay. Maybe like sneaking around underneath the wall probably seems like a good idea. Or... Okay. Sorry, what was that, Monty? I can't hear. Oh, sorry. We know this, that these, uh, these buildings are not like the little shitty huts, so I think we want to sort of skirt around them, maybe like this way, just in case it's a barracks or something. What was that? Cool. So you guys head down. Uh, Zenerai, are you in the front? Yeah. Or do you want a one-man crusade on the command center? I'm quite up to that, really. <laughs> what, what do you hope to find there? I think we've uh, established what's going on here. It's clearly, we don't know why they're taking the humans, but they are uh, doing something with them. I think the command center, we either hit it all at once in a kind of blitzkrieg. But, I mean, but this is the problem. Like um, These two bitches that we've picked up have said that well, there's like fucking 30 of them there. And, you know, we don't know for sure what's actually out there. So someone's got to go and check it out. So why don't you guys carry on with the easier stuff of going around sort out of this one here? And I, with my better vision, can go and get a better handle on this. Um, well, he's the one that is going to be the safest uh, because he has the same vision that the goblins. But even though the goblins are actually moving down, we should move our asses somewhere. Um, yeah, well, so we want to move over to here, don't we? Um, yeah. So should we say, okay, so we say, Joseph says to Zenerai, right, if you're, uh, you got there and scout then, and we'll uh, we'll meet you at that next pit once you've had a good look. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so okay. Zenerai, you head up here towards the command center? Yeah. Okay, we'll resolve that in just a second. I'll just move this train, this long train of icons. Where's Monty? Why can't I move him? So should we, well, we want to do this stealthily because we want to um, yeah, get so an element of surprise. Everybody roll a stealth check. <coughs> Me too. Uh, yes, you also. But we'll obviously deal with it. I really need to take this armor off. Oh, wow. So you hit it. So that's pretty good. So stealth is a 10. Okay, and I'm going to roll for these other two, uh, the, these randoms that are following you around. <laughs> I like these guys. What are their names? We haven't even asked them. <laughs> I'm going to, on the way, I'm going to be like, uh, I'm going to ask them their names. Oh, wow. I know okay. him, Kanti. <laughs> okay, so what you basically hear is that one of your human companions like trips and falls in the middle of the street and you also hear distantly Zenerai fall down and go, ah, oh, shit. And then you also, <laughs> you also hear Abelardo narrowly avoid falling down, but managing to remain quiet. Monty stealths it up like a champion. And yeah. I haven't seen, oh, Joza, 
equally well stealthed. So what you notice is that you hear suddenly coming from behind you, you see these much different kind of characters sort of pop out from these uh, buildings uh, behind you. Sweet. And they start looking around. So they're going to roll a perception check. What is that perception check going to be? I wonder, uh, wisdom perception. Oh goodness. Okay. So they instantly see this little group of, uh, you know, ne'er do wells skulking around. And one of them goes to sort of like recapture these humans and track down, uh, yeah, just recapture the humans. And the other one goes to investigate what this, other situation with Zenerai and possibly go to the command center. Does anyone want to do anything in this moment? Um, I cast darkness on myself. Okay. Uh, how long does that last again? It's concentration for how long? Uh, it's concentration for... 10 minutes. Okay. All right. So that's up. And so does anyone else want to do anything? Um, am I still stealthed? Yeah, you stealthed wonderfully, yeah. Um, okay, and how far away? So that's five feet. So I'm about, what, one, two, three, four. Fifteen feet away from that guy? Yeah, about, what, 30, 40 feet away from the other dude? Uh, yeah. Um, so... It's about 30 feet, I would say. Yeah. So the problem is, so North Bloke is clearly going to try and raise the alarm. So I'm thinking if I can drop him with a single arrow, I'd have to roll pretty fucking well. Um, <laughs> what, what spells and shit have I got that can help me here? Uh, oh, yeah. I, can, I, you, can you cast a bless on me or something? I, hmm? Have we got order at this point? or Because uh, I, I, if I cast... Uh, I've got... A, Spell with quite a long range that is very damaging. Uh, I could probably take him out in one. How noisy is it? I mean, how <laughs> how noisy is it? A flash of light streaks towards a creature of your choice. So visually discernible, but it probably makes no sound. Yeah, no sound, but bright. Yeah, this bloke might see it though. Uh, um, we're not we're not in turn order yet because the you guys get to do something before that happens because they don't. They're, they're yeah. still discuss They only have really noticed the two humans so far. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, think, I, think, I think I could take that guy out in a single shot if we're interested in that. But yeah. The problem is does this, this goblin yeah. see that and then yeah. raise the alarm. Yeah. I could always try to freeze this guy that is approaching us. Um, so North Goblin is facing away, isn't he? So yes. If we. Yeah, so if we kill this guy in a kind of blitz attack and then slink back into the kind of free these guys, he'll be north and not know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So I reckon, I reckon, um, how, uh, how useful is your bless attack, your bless thing? Bless is good. But can you only use it once? Um, I can use bless four times. And what does it do? Um, it lets you add an extra D4 on... Oh, as, do you mean the thing I was planning on using? No, bless, like... As it in, basically, add, I want to try and... It adds a D4 to an ability guy. check or an attack. Yeah, it adds a D4. Okay. So it makes you roll better. Beforehand. 
Uh, yeah, so I can touch you and bless you now because we're within, we're quite close, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I think I probably could do that. Um, yeah. Question is, yeah, is then, oh, we don't know this guy's HP. Uh, hang on a sec. Oh, yeah, by the way, can I do something uh, which I meant to do earlier, which I've just realized I've got? Um, uh, hang on. Features and traits, favored enemy. Uh, nah, fuck it. I want to kill this guy instead. Sorry, I was going to do a uh, recall about something. Oh, well, okay, so out of context, um, early one when you said, uh, what do I know about goblins? Um, I have favored enemy, which is I have an advantage on survival checks to track favored enemy, as well as on int checks to recall information about them. Okay. So, so is there any chance I could recall a useful fact about this situation now that we're yeah, right totally. in the middle of their camp? <laughs> yeah, make a make a history check with advantage. Okay. Oh yeah, I And your favorite enemy is what? Goblins? Uh, uh, goblins and orcs. Okay, cool. Uh, so what's your check? Uh, that's one. Okay, 18, you would recognize that this is a hobgoblin. They're slightly more structured and a bit sort of meatier than the average goblin. They uh, are pretty good at fighting. Uh, They're more, they're kind of like, they're more warrior based than the typical goblin. And is there any other kind of information you're trying to discern? Um, yeah, like what their like social structure? Um, do they... they they outrank like the typical goblin, but because they're in these outlying barracks and they're not in the central building, they're probably not the number one in charge. Okay, so 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 these are goblins and these are hobgoblins. That's correct. Yes, that's yeah. that's right. Um, okay, so back to context. Um, I think Joe is going to try and use a, a sort of a, an attack from stealth to um, shoot this cool. guy. So okay. I'm going to bless you. Cool. So you can okay. add a d4 and you're also rolling with advantage. And then we'll see how Zenerai goes in his sphere of darkness. Okay. Okay, so that's one. Uh, Go again. 22. Nice. That'll hit. And you could roll a d4 as well, but you don't really need to. So, yeah. With seven piercing damage, you manage to significantly injure this person but he's not dead at this point but you can, can see I, there's a major do, wound in his abdomen go on sure. um do you think that is adding automatically my um uh your what yeah it's 1d6 plus 4 so you rolled a 3 basically and then you, it added 4 and what's that 4 from various uh, things the 4 is from dexterity modifier so that's, uh, yes. that's your so, idea. But I also have um, um, uh, fighting style archery. You get a plus two bonus to attack rolls you make with a ranged weapon. Or is that added to the attack roll? That's added to the attack roll. Okay, not yeah, the damage, the damage okay. is different. All right, so Sorry. we'll cut back to that in just a second. Zenerai, you watch... Actually, can you see through Magical Darkness, Zenerai? Is that one of your things? Yes. You can? Cool. Yes, I can. So you see this thing sort of walk around the outside of your dark sphere, and it sort of looks a bit confused that it can't see anything where it heard the noise. And so it starts to give up on searching and walk around to the side of this command center to presumably go inside the tent. What do you do? Um, So I walk while my darkness is up and try to enter the command center. 
Okay, so you're gonna go around this way. Give me a stealth check with advantage because you'll be crossing like around the outside of this campfire. <laughs> okay, with an 11, you manage to shuffle your feet to a minimum and you see the goblins sort of turn around from their campfire and look because they hear a shuffling noise, but they don't see anything and it's pretty dark. So they just sort of go back to what they were doing. Um, Okay, so you see the hobgoblin has disappeared inside the tent. You get to the entrance of the tent. What happens now? Uh, I'll go inside. Okay, we're going to... What? what? Yeah. yeah, I'll go inside. Cool, you go inside. Let's go back to these guys. Uh, this Now now we're definitely in initiative because he's got an arrow in the side of his face. Um, <laughs> so let, actually, let's just use... Uh, actually, no, let's, let's do it properly. Uh, goblin. Okay, so everyone. Oh. <laughs> Did someone roll a bad initiative? Oh yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm just gonna roll these Four. initiatives quickly. <laughs> oh, I thought it would apply that. Oh, it did, good. Uh, now the commoner, these little humans. Oh yeah, my man. <laughs> okay, so is that everybody has their new initiative in the tracker? Yeah. Cool. So first up is commoner number one. Commoner number one is going to try to uh, hit with the scimitar, but because they're not proficient with the scimitar, it basically does club damage because they're essentially a peasant. So let's see what he can do to this hobgoblin. Come on, Commoner. <laughs> with a natural one, he manages to overswing his club and slams himself in the foot and he goes, ah, oh, fuck. And uh, that's the end of his turn. Uh, uh, next, such high hopes. next up is Abe. Okay, um, I'm going to move right by his side so that I can attack normally. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to use my trusty Warhammer. Oh, nice. yes, with a 22 oh. and 8 bludgeoning damage, you cave in his skull and his body limply falls to the ground. But you hear sort of shuffling and footsteps coming from further on the other side of the camp, about 90 feet away that presumably are responding to that random commoner saying fuck really loudly. And we're, we're, we're out of, uh, we're out of combat now, but you're, you get the sense the camp is slowly like waking itself up. And then you okay. hear, go on. Take this guy and hide him in this corner around here. Uh, which one? Yeah. Shemi? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You drag him down there. That's fine. Uh, um, go on. I was just going to say, um, yeah, we used to dispose of the body, definitely. Uh, and then we, we need to free these guys and arm them as well. Okay. Um, Can I this guy's weapon, whatever he had? Uh, yeah, you can you can take it. It's a long sword. Okay, cool. cool. He also has a long bow, if you want that. Yes. Yeah, let's take both. And Sweet. All right. Just set it. Um, you, you notice, not bad what you've got, Hugo. Uh, Zenerai, you're inside the tent in a sphere of darkness. You hear 
voices sort of in a language that is kind of like a different accented version of various languages you do understand. And uh, actually, let, let's do it for fun. Everybody turn off their speakers because you're not in the tent and we'll, we'll see what happens. Cool? Cool. Uh, you, see, uh, you see this character. It looks like it has a beard made out of like spines and spikes. And it's got a very sort of like devilish appearance. And it says in Infernal to you, oh, finally, all right, take this and immerse it in water at the full moon this evening. And it will give you your next set of instructions. I understand. Good. So I turn around and I walk out of the tent. Okay. Right. Cool. This has been the most like secretive, no one can hear session I've ever DM'd. <laughs> cool. Because I, I think there's never been this many things in different languages and people in different places. Um, awesome. Okay. So what was I going to say? Who was wanting to do something? Um, uh, I think once, uh, so I'm guessing Abelardo joins us back at like here. Um, we sort yes. of, we run over, uh, we kind of, uh, pat this guy on the back and say, yeah, don't worry about it, man. You'll get them next time. Um, <laughs> and then we give the web, we drag these guys out of the pit, I guess, and give them weapons. How, how many people are here? Uh, just one. Just one. Uh, okay. Hold on. Then I'll give her the short bow so that they have some... Long bow, I think. Uh, I have a short, a short bow as well because I've been collecting the ones from the goblins. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay, responding to the sound of the uh, random villager screaming and swearing in the middle of the night, you see this weird creature. And I'm going to try a cool thing here. Show the larger version. Okay, ready? Shift Z. Wait for it. You see, you see this large creature that looks halfway between a goblin and a bear um, just randomly strolls out of this tent to investigate the noise. And he's going to make a perception check. And let us hope that he does poorly. Uh, wisdom perception. With a three, he goes out and you hear him sort of grunt in a language that's like... <laughs> But he doesn't seem to have spotted you yet. But everybody should probably make... Uh... Actually, no, I'll say you're safe for now. But the next time you move somewhere, you're going to need to make a stealth check. Um, uh, Monty, is it time for you to blast that motherfucker with your magic? <laughs> blast that motherfucker. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on it. Ooh, here we go. Um, yeah, we well, so we've got this guy out of the... So the pit or not yet? Uh, you have, you have, yeah. He's joined you and he says, oh, oh, thank you, thank you. What was this, a longbow? Well, I'll, I'll try my best. And he pulls it like, like someone that doesn't really know how to pull a longbow. Yeah, shortbow. Short short okay. Oh, a shortbow. Short oh, okay, yeah, that's, that's a bit better. I'll, he, he's a farmer, he's going to do his best. Um, Let's go over it, he flies across the thing. Yeah, uh, next, just, just before we get into this guiding bolt, so get ready with your attack. Zenerai, what you leave the tent? Okay, well, do, are you going anywhere? Um, I'm uh, yeah, heading down towards these guys. Okay, so I'll say over the period of the next couple of turns, you'll probably come back down here. Okay, yeah. Cool. Sure. Unless you wanted to take a different route? Uh, no. 
Cool. All right. Then Guiding Bolt. All right. So you attack with advantage because you're... Oh, does he have to make like an avoidance or something? So uh, roll, roll again. Yeah. The no, uh, thing is uh, a, make a ranged spell attack. Yeah. But you're hidden, so you get to do it twice. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I said you are so bad. A seven and a natural one. Okay. You see this giant bolt of holy light streak out from the Furbolg's hand and strike the the yurt that this creature has emerged from. And the yurt starts to like light up and it looks like it's it's roaring in divine flames. And the creature turns around and says, and follows the path of the bolt to you and starts charging towards you. <laughs> a one and a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just gonna uh, let's 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 do initiative because it's fun. Um, well, I went well. <laughs> it was funny though. It was very funny. And you've got like you've got a small army of peasants that you're developing. Yeah, yeah, I like this. We're creating a little like revolution. Yeah. And they're shit, but at least I mean, also they're we're giving them a purpose in life. And you know, if they die in the name of murdering orcs and goblins, then so be it. Is that everybody in the tracker? Yeah, I can't change mine, weirdly. Uh, I can't. What? Oh no! There you go. Okay, initiative there. Now I need yeah, I think Zenoi, you're in combat here, aren't you? Oh, that's not what I wanted. Hold on. Yeah, Zenoi can be in the combat. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's a bugbear. We fucked these guys up before. You have? Yeah, it was our first. Um, we were returning from murdering some bugbears when we first. Uh, oh yes, yes. You sorry, I should have described that you'd recognize them. Yeah. Oh yeah, Connor. I fucked up my computer. Dave is on the same as yours, so we're all good. Is your computer okay? Um, I'm recovering it. I'm recovering it. Okay, sweet. That means first up is Abe, the absolutely indomitable first initiative. Ooh. Um, so, one question, because I never remember. Can I cast a spell and then attack, or is that the same action? Yeah, they, but you can only do one or the other, because they're, they're both like different forms of attacking. Um, I'm going to cast Ensnaring Strike then. Cool. Nice. Let me nice. see to closer first. It says range or area self. So... Yeah, it's basically you, you cast it on yourself, then you do a melee attack. And if you... Ah. If you, you actually, you can, you can do it after you hit or before, it, it'll say. Uh, it's yeah. It's uh, for the next time kind of thing. Cool. Okay. So you charge up towards him and you do this thing. So you yeah. use a get your your attack. Okay. So this is the ensnaring strike, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he has to make a strength save. So he's gonna. Well, that's not. Oh, cool. I really hate that thing. You know when like Windows thinks you want to close all the windows because you move a window from side to side. Yeah. Uh, strength. A 16. Okay, so he resists the effects of the ensnaring strike, whatever the effects are, but you can still roll like your normal attack. Mm -hmm. Does does he get anything happen to him if he succeeds the save? Uh, let me recheck that. Um, 
So you can say you can say paste in. Yeah. Okay. You can say share in. Display in BTT. Oh, I see. If you click that. Yes. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> I think it just says while it. Hmm. While it lasts, if if it gets attacked by melee, it uh, gives damage. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anything happens if. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it has to fail for something to happen. Okay, so just do your regular attack. I did. Oh yes. Okay, with a fourteen, you notice that this guy's armor and his hide is much thicker, and you don't strike with quite the force that you need to in order to damage him. And he sort of goes, ha, 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 ha. and would you like to do anything else with your turn? Uh, no, because if I move, he gets an attack of opportunity, right? Yes, that's true. I'm Joza, you're up. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to use my... Um, yeah, yeah I'll use a Hunter's Mark. Go for it. So I can use a bonus action and then an attack, right? That's true. So, yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, Abe, if you had a bonus action type spell like Hunter's Mark, but they're very specific, then you could use that spell and attack in the same turn, but it's very rare. Yeah, no, I think I have it for my special things, but not for this. Cool. All right, so your turn. Uh, sorry, uh, you do the Hunter's Mark. So you get to add, like, a certain amount of damage every time you hit it, right? Yeah. Um, so... That's a weird way Yeah, what the hell does that all mean? Uh, I, I would just read the actual text of it on your, on your character sheet and ignore the sort of roll 20 thing, because that's... Just just do whatever attack you intend to do, and then we'll add the Hunter's Mark afterwards. Wow. Got it. Okay. So, uh, let's go. Ooh, oh, wow. Nice. 26. That hits. So, nine piercing damage nine. is very much going to hurt him. And then uh, what, what do you add for the Hunter's Mark? Uh, until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6. So, now roll 1d6. That's up here, isn't it? Um... Like that. Nice. Three. Okay. So you do a substantial amount of damage to him. So, so the yeah, arrow, was... Hang on. the arrow hits him right in the the jugular, yeah. and he starts breathing, bleeding profusely. And uh, but you know he's a big guy, so we'll see. What else would you like to do? Um. Uh. Where am I? So I'm here. Uh. Can I? No, hiding is an action, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, oh, no, it's a bonus action if you're a rogue, but you're not a rogue. No, I'm not. Okay. Um, in that case, I'd quite like to, um, like, because I won't be able to see anything. Yeah, I'll just stay where I am. Sweet. It's fine. Next up is this bugbear's turn. He's going to try to crush as much as possible uh, when the bugbear hits with it. Uh, with he has like this morning star, which is an even bigger version of the mace that you were being hit with in the fighting pit, Abe. So you're getting like violence flashbacks, and he's gonna try and hit you. Oh, with a natural twenty, that's gonna be annoying. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be two d eight. So that's eight. Uh, so that means sixteen, seventeen, eighteen damage. Okay. Damn. Five guys, that's fine. I still have 80, uh, 18 um, health. Wow, Abe is wow. substantial. <laughs> Sorry, what was yeah. that? I was just making exclaim noises about the amount of hit points. Yeah. 
It's huge. Uh, and then the bugbear, the bugbear looks down at the non-crushed Abe and sort of goes and starts like gripping its wounds, hopefully trying to survive a bit longer. Next up is the commoner. Uh, the commoner is going to try to use the bow that they've been given and because uh, they're a little scared and they're going to try to make... Where the hell is this attack? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just roll for them because we're kind of getting into like custom territory by giving them like weapons. Okay, they roll a three. So their arrow goes way wide. Um, next up is the other commoner. The other commoner is a little bit braver. He's going to go up and try to do an actual attack. That's a mistake. Oh, with a 17, I think that hits. So we're going to see what kind of damage that does. So that is 1d4. Did I get any? They rolled it two. Yeah, one day four. They do two damage to this creature. One legend. The, the creature kind of looks around like they were stung by a mosquito. And then we're going to... Sorry, just getting your window back up. Next up is Zenarai. What would Zenarai like to do? Uh, blast it with Eldritch Blast. Blast away. Oh, oh. natural 20. <laughs> okay, and so... Yeah. Sick. So, well done. Uh, so disappointing every time. <laughs> Plus three equals crit three. Like, none of that makes sense. That's not how you calculate damage. Okay, so roll a d10 for me, like manually. Uh, um, well, oh, nice. Okay, so that's doubled is 16. Then you add your modifier, which is a plus three. So that's 19 of Eldridge damage. Yeah. You basically Ooh. see this like bolt of purple energy goes forward and hits the bugbear between the eyes and its eyes just disappear as does the rest of its skull and it falls to the ground. Also, Sick. <laughs> well done. And yeah. just as this happens, oh, go on, And I say, and, and as he's dying, I say, uh, uh, don't be hit by this arrow. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> as you hear... Yeah, go on, so, Ape. What's that? Does he drop any weapons? Because they yeah, good armor. Yeah, can uh, grab the weapons? As you go to go and take the armor, uh, you hear like a rattling wooden sound approaching you quickly from behind, and everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm sweet. Oh. Well, I actually did two notes. Oh, I've got the wrong one. Hang on. <laughs> Acrobatics. Oh, Abe, you've got to do... Uh, dexterity save is top left. Uh, oh, wow. Zenorite did not do so good. <laughs> oh, I see. All that sorry. means is that it uses your dexterity to work it out. Okay. Uh, so... Sorry. Okay. Uh, cool. you, you walked twice, in a way. You got five the first one. Yeah, but that was a check, I think. Um, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, I pressed it. Monty, I think you did a check as well. Can you do a save? I mean, you, oh, a check a check is still fine, oh, but yeah. some people have proficiencies in saves, so oh, their yeah. saves are actually better. Oh, yeah. I don't want you to lose out. Okay, that was good. Yep, 14. And then did anyone else not do one of those? Abe. Yeah, so is the dexterity save throw that I have to do? Yes. Yeah. That one. Sorry, guys. It's all right. It's still... Oh. Okay, so we got a 12, a 14, and then a 1, and then a 15. Okay, so 
everybody except for Zenerai manages to jump out of the way of this wagon that you saw being loaded with humans. And it speeds past all of you and it clips Zenerai on the side of his face. And he takes six damage from this wagon, like bustling into him. And you see on the back of this wagon is the pretty much, I think, based on your count, the last uh, villager that was in one of the pits that you had reconnaissanced earlier. And it seems to be rapidly leaving the compound. And you realize, oh no, that was the last person we needed to rescue. And there seems to be two goblins on the back of the horse-drawn wagon, like whipping it as it races out of this gate here. And that is where we will end the session. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>